You're listening to These Are The Days. Hello, welcome to episode two of These Are The Days for me, Ronnie Costello. Uh, a couple of things just before we got underway with the episode. Uh, we are now on Apple Podcasts, uh, as well as Spotify. We're on Google Podcasts, we're on SoundCloud. Uh, the links to all of these are on the website. It's thedayspodcast.com. Please like, share, subscribe, rate, review where you can help the podcast grow. It would be hugely appreciated. Uh, Also, as we announced on our social media this past week, our episodes will be released on a fortnightly basis on a Wednesday. And we are at The Day's Podcast on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Finally, thank you all for the support the likes, the comments, the mentions so far. It is hugely appreciated and it means everything. So thanks again. Okay, onwards we go. Welcome to episode two of the podcast. Enjoy. These are the days. Paul McNichol is one of life's good guys. You know why? Because he brought beers to the recording. So that's awesome. Now, our paths have crossed many times over the years. We attended a lot of the same gigs. Uh, we support the same football team. And he's also really active on Twitter. He is at the boy McNichol, with two L's. And he used social media for advice in a really big way recently. We talk about music, film, TV, our school days, a bit of football. And you will hear a first-hand account of what it's like being a parent to a 10-year-old growing up with a disability. Paul also loves podcasts, so it was only right that I invited him on to have a chat on this episode, which is called Father First, Everything Else Second. Now, it is the bio from his Twitter page, but it's real, real true, and you'll hear why over the next wee while. These are the days. A podcast from Ronnie Costello and guests. The boy McNichol, Hello. How we doing, Ron? I'm good, man. I'm good. Thanks for coming on. That's okay. It's a pleasure uh-huh. to be on season one of many, many seasons of the, well, I mean, this podcast. Yeah, we'll see. It's we'll gonna, see. It's going to rock the world. I'm sure of it. <laughs> I'll take that as a, I'll take that as a glowing endorsement. Then, if that's the case, it certainly is. So, um, you're on. You're one of life's nice guys. Allegedly. Uh, allegedly. Well, you know, we've crossed paths over the years kind of grown up in the music scene that's in Dundee, which mm-hmm. I think is a yeah. fitting start for us. Do you mind the days of the doghouse? I love the days of the doghouse. <laughs> I love them. The old doghouse, which yep. is now Duke's Corner. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've never returned. Never? I've never returned. Is that no. a solidarity? I, think, I, I just feel like I'd be cheating. I can't do it. I had so many good nights in there watching, well, obviously, The, 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 the View, The Law, yeah. Louvatana, yeah. The Brogues, The Carellos. I mean, but easily 12 years at least. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, least. yeah. Well, I've got a ten-year-old son, and this was before him. Okay, yeah. when you could go out every night of the week, yes, <laughs> anytime I wanted to. And going with the dog, the doghouse what introduced me to Red Stripe. <clears throat> yeah, same here. Yeah. It's amazing. I, I love it. It's the problem delicious. is, there's not as many supermarkets sell it. No, that's true. You've got to go at the old doghouse to get it. <laughs> You've got to get in your DeLorean and get back there. Yeah, that's it. I might get into the reading rooms one night, but it was a nice warm can. Yeah, which is the worst. It's thing the chance you, you take. It's the it chance you take. Not, not the best. So the doghouse for you, was it something, was it a scene you were into? Or was it, did you fall in that? Or was it just, uh, oh, I quite like that band? Or I've ended up here one night? Or I think I think what happened was uh, my mate was getting a computer fixed 
from that 3000 RPM across the road. And uh, the guy that worked there, he had like a, a dodgy CD of this, this band uh, that were about to come out. And it was The View and it was their basically demos from their first album. So uh, I got a copy of that, probably uh, illegally. And I uh, gave that a go. And obviously you find out they're from Dundee, go down to see them the next time they're there and the place is just jumping. But at that time, what am I? I must be about late 20s anyway. And it was like, it was all really young folk. I like you've not given away your age there. Yeah, but that, that's cool. That's, <laughs> I don't mind. I'm not a liar. So we went along there and that night they were supported by the law. And then I got right into them. I actually preferred the law, if I'm being honest. Yeah. That night, yeah. I could see the merits in both of them. Though they're, they're, to me, they were both excellent. Uh, but it just started from that. It started from that dodgy CD, basically. And just looking th- on MySpace. Looking yeah. on MySpace yeah, well, for the latest gigs. I was going to mention that. Because that, um, yeah. that was the social network at the time. Mm-hmm. That's right. You I, know? I think it just elbowed Bebo out the way. And it got its own, yeah. and now it's it's gone, isn't it? I don't even think you got a MySpace <laughs> do you, anymore. Do you remember the name of the guy that was always your friend? It was the 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 oh, creator. Is it no, Tim? No, I'm not sure. I don't know. We'll I just call him remember. Tim. Right, Tim. Yeah, I remember. Uh, I remember going on MySpace and um, and just finding these acts, mm-hmm. and oh, they play the doghouse. They yeah. play the doghouse. Yeah. They play the doghouse. I think I'd done the same. And if somebody played at Dexter's, you went, "Oh, wait a minute." Yeah, and then you go someplace else. Yeah, uh, but again, went it's to- miles away. What we're doing? Yeah. <laughs> oh, what we're doing? I'm not traipsing the castle. <laughs> um, but one, I, I, I again went in there. But there were so many times, and I went to the doghouse. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know the band. Yeah, just went mm-hmm. and didn't even know the band. Another band there was Sergeant. Excellent, loved them as well. Oh, and then I found out they're from Fife, so I let them off. Yeah. Um, then you found out the singer was a United fan. He is a United fan. Yeah, beautiful man. Yes, a beautiful man. Of course. Um, yeah, and that was, I mean, going to see them, and that was always, a, it was a different crowd, but it was always a, yeah. quite a rowdy crowd. They brought a crowd with them. Yeah. They usually brought a crowd with them, yeah. Do you remember the other, um, for, I'm pretty sure the Root System. Back. Yeah, that's where I was yeah, going. Yeah, Root System. I mean, Scar. come on, that was, that was the first time I'd ever been to, like, a ska gig. Yeah. I'd heard, like, Stepdad had been a wee bit in a ska, and I'd heard some mm-hmm. acts, and I think, you know, everyone had, you'd had, man, that's not really, sc- but that yeah. crowd that just was amazing. Yeah, same here. That was my first uh, introduction to uh, like a live ska gig. It was gig. amazing. But boys off, he's not. I think he was called enough. Kev Feck, something like that. <laughs> and at one gig, like in the, when the doghouse moved to, well, what is now, is it Buskers or whatever it is now on Ward Road? When oh, church. There, church. Church, churches, yeah. yeah. So when it moved to there, I went to see them again. I think they were playing with the Cundies uh, one night. Mm-hmm. And I'm good. Good mates were a couple of the boys in the Cundies. But uh, the boy I was drinking before, watching the Cundies before Root System went on. So I'm drinking with the lead singer. He's like, I'm going to come off stage, big man. I'm picking you up tonight. I was like, whatever. Whatever, kid. Sure enough, <laughs> off stage he come, picked us up. I was getting wheeled a bit like a wee laddie. Like, have you got to put us down? Which is hard when you're over six foot. Exactly, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, and I mind seeing um, bands like the Days and the Brogues. And, um, Days were excellent. Blinshaw, remember that? I do. Yeah. Dave. It's a band called Dave. Dave the word they just yeah. Dave. Dave yeah. question mark. Like That's right, yeah. Yeah. But and that and that was the thing of it. And I, I remember hearing uh They were all young. They were all super young, these boys that were in these bands. Yeah, well you're to- if you're talking twelve years ago for argument's sake, I'd have been twenty five mm-hmm. and they were what, twenty? Eighteen, yeah. nineteen? Yeah, teens, late Something teens like I would say, yeah. But what but it was the best scene. It was brilliant. the best yeah. scene. I, I, I must have been out, I would say, three nights a week. That's, that, I don't think I go three times a year now. 
<laughs> and that's it. But the but the thing was with with that kind of culture that it was about, it was just a great, it was just good times. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I remember mm. um, page six. Page six. Page six. Shuggy. He was the lead singer. He's now doing very well for himself. Yes, yeah. Well, Ryan, to give his real name. Yeah, yeah I never Mr. even knew. But I'll, I'll, Mr. Russell. I only yeah. knew him as, as Shuggy. Yeah, same here. Was that Until then... I saw him in an official capacity. <laughs> All right, Shuggy, what are you doing? <laughs> He's going, that's an old guy. Ah, so I didn't call me that. But, but they, were, um, they were brilliant. They were excellent. And they were, I thought they were fantastic. Like, whether you like their music or not, they were brilliant at self-promotion. I'm sure they bought a van or they hired a van, painted page six on it, yeah. and they left it out somewhere by Brody Ferry Road. Yeah. And uh, it just got left loads of yes, places, didn't it? Yes, that's right, yeah. I mean, imagine we, but I always think, and I, I found this again, when I was working in radio back then, there wasn't really social media. Mm-hmm. Whereas now, imagine what those bands could do now. Yeah. I with know. every single platform you can get mm-hmm. on, you know, and that's the same for things like podcasts as well. You've got these streams that you can put them out. And yeah. People, you know about people pretty easy. Whereas then, it was kind of MySpace. Yeah. There wasn't many and, websites. And local could, word of mouth. Yeah, because there wasn't many websites. No. There wasn't many people going on, um, you know, your own website or whatever else, mm-hmm. you know, and that was it. And then I mind going to a gig in the uh, Aberty Union, the viewer playing. Yeah, it was Downstairs, well, dark, yeah. Yeah. hot, yeah, really was wild, absolutely wild. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was seeing them in a different venue. And I mind seeing them before the Care Holidays in um, Yuppies. Yeah. What was, I mean, there must have been a thousand people there. Yeah. It, hold, it held about 700. I know. That was, that was tremendous. <laughs> and that, they were, the law were supporting them that night. And there's night no as stage. Well. They're just in a seating booth. Well, uh, obviously, I'm going to get a decent view. Oh, yeah. It doesn't well, matter where I'm standing. There is that. But the, yeah, people I was with, they, they weren't seeing anything because, as you say, they were basically up a step oh, playing a gig. Yeah. yeah. But it was, it was just great. It was a good, it was a good movement. It was a good feeling when you went to see these yeah. bands. I never really saw any trouble either when I, no. I mean, maybe because I was a lot older and everybody else that was there. I don't know, I had 10 years on everybody and I stood out like a jolly green giant. I don't know, but i never seen uh, any bother at all. Could you have picked a, a kind of favourite in there, a favourite band at the time or a favourite night or uh, they kind of all blended into one just because it was so good? Probably the, the favourite night I, I was seeing their band, certainly. It was just after Christmas and I went through to Glen Rothis. I can't believe my favourite nights happened in Fife. This is unbelievable. But uh, Sargent were the, the main... Uh, the headliner, I think it was at Rothes Hall. Or Rothes Hall, like that's that. a decent size venue. Yeah, home yeah, it was. gig for them. Isn't so, it? so they were. It was a hometown gig, and the law supported and Root System supported. Oh. It was brilliant. It was <laughs> absolutely brilliant <laughs> for been, a boy like me. There have been limbs. Oh, there have been limbs every place. Absolutely exceptional. Oh, it's just yeah. such a good, um, such a good time with it as well. This comes to again, but then no many camera phones stuff mm. like that, and I always certainly now. There's a lot. Of, I put a lot of pictures up in my house and stuff just for these memories. Yeah. There's nothing of that. No. I'm trying to use a, a a mind, a brain that's had a lot of red stripe back then, um, <laughs> and trying to remember some of them because when people, oh, was, you know, I was speaking to a pal of mine, and I was saying, oh, mind, we used to go and see them. He's like, well, I think I have seen them. Yeah. You know, yeah. not I seen them. I think I have seen them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, the sergeants and, and there was a few. Them. Like speaking of the view and. I'm not slating them in any way. I really like them. But uh, there was a few gigs that I was at with a view where, like, Mr. Faulkner wasn't really on his game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, I, like, for me, he's got a great voice. Uh, to this day, I still listen to him. Yeah. Even my young lad likes him. Yeah. Uh, I think the guy's excellent. But at the time, I mean, there was one gig at the dog, the old doghouse, where I, I, was, I was sitting at the, at the bar 
just so that I wasn't in anybody's way, basically. So that was the furthest point I could go <laughs> to not ruin it That's for anybody true, else. True. Uh, and I couldn't see him because he basically played the whole gig lying down That's... on his back. And you could see that a couple of the boys in the band were like, yeah. well, what are you doing? I think, I think he's, you know, I watched But he's out. matured. He's, well, I watched an interview on last year, I think it was, and he'd said. Just outside the dog house, was it not? Possibly, yeah. yeah. Duke's corner. And I mind him, and he said stuff like, he says, you know, looking back when someone says Mm. to him about Glastonbury, and he said, oh no, it was a great gig, and they went, "Mm," and they showed him, and he's like, I've been dreaming that now. And I think that's the maturing thing he takes, because like, solo stuff. Can you imagine being Kyle Faulkner at that age, and like, that limelight? I would have crumbled. Oh, mate. He done done brilliant. He's, He's still alive. Yeah, I do, well, I think he kind of <laughs> half admits that as well. Yeah, he? but he's, he's he's doing great these days. He's got yeah. a couple of kids. His solo career's going well. I think yeah. he's in LA just now. Yeah, yeah, living the life. He's going to play in Australia and he's stuff. Doing brilliant. And I just and everyone everyone you meet's kind of got a Kyle story. And I mind mm-hmm. saying that to some people. And the times I've been in his company, I've always I've always quite enjoyed his company. Yeah, you know, I spoke to never understand what he says, which no, is bizarre because he he stays I, or he came from Drybera. Yeah, and I, I also think that any time I speak to him. I still don't think he knows who I am. Mm-hmm. And I've spoke to him six, seven, eight times and I yeah. still think he's... But then how many people exactly, has, yeah, has there he is that. spoke to? Yeah, and I've saw him in lots of different situations, bars, restaurants, and, and radio stations. Yeah. And he kind of engaged because he's quite, he's actually quite a nice guy when you speak to him. Mm-hmm. But he was, um, he, he's such a, he's such a nice lad as well. And when you look at what, because he, he explained there what everyone, or everyone in the band was doing, like Pete's away playing guitar with I think Echo and the Bunny Man yeah. and stuff like that. And, yeah. You know, I think if they're off going doing their own stuff. Yeah, I think they are. I think probably. they are. And I hope one day they kind of get back together, even for a tour or, or think, an album or whatever. You know, it can never be ruled out, can it? I think at one time as well, they were all staying in different parts of the UK, weren't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah. Somebody was in Liverpool, <laughs> somebody was in London, Glasgow. You know. I think Crazy Most never left his... Never left his roots. roots. No, that was that. He yeah. was still here. He was the, he was the first though in the dog. I was like, right, t-shirts off. Yeah. It's a roasting in here. Yeah, which was right. all. I mean, you knew it. I mean, you came out the dog. You knew you'd been at a gig. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you were ringing your t-shirt out. That's for sure. Yeah, they were. Um, yeah, certainly some great days there. Um, you see, MD, have you been at any local gigs now, or do you think the scene in Dundee's changed? I've, I've honestly no idea, Ron. Uh, I've no. I can't remember the last time that was at a. A gig in Dundee, not that that wasn't like a band, mm-hmm. a big band coming at the Caird Hall or something. That's... Yeah, I mean, I've seen, uh, I quite like Billy Mitchell. Yes. I'm going, I really like Billy's stuff. And again, he seems like he's been around for ages. Yeah. You know, and I yeah. saw him supporting I've, Kyle last I've never seen him, but I, I, I listened to him, yeah. Really good. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's, he's is good. good. He's, got manage, he's got a management company behind him now in Dundee, so <laughs> hopefully it's something that pushes him on. I, I was speaking about this to a boy I work with a day, like, I don't know, I don't understand how some bands, and the, the example I cited was Spice Girls, you know, when they come out, they, they took over the world, like, yes. regardless mm-hmm. if you, if that's your thing or no. And even now, they're, like, my sister was at the, the is it Hamden or Murrayfield, wherever they were playing, yeah. Murrayfield. They're, they're full in stadiums. Yeah. I didn't get it. What am I missing? <laughs> well, I, <don't laughs> I mean, know, it's I mean... catchy pop, but I, I hear bands that have never, ever had a, Fraction of well, I mean, success like that, and they've got great songs. No, not to show off my Spice Girls knowledge, but okay. that's what I'm going to give you. Here we go. The big thing is the Spice Girls only have three albums, mm-hmm. so to get that reaction 25 years later almost, mm-hmm. that's frightening. Because, and I, I, I think you did it as well last week, there was something on uh, Twitter of the song on your 14th birthday, yeah, 
make sure something. Yeah, I was Brian Adams. <laughs> Everything I do, I do it for you. That's well, totally me. The song on the my 40th birthday was the Spice Girls Wannabe. Right, okay. So that was 1996. And that fits as well, Ron. So, so 21 years ago, 21 years on, mm-hmm. they're filling stadium. Yeah. Singing the same songs. Nothing oh, new. Oh, no, nothing new. Nothing new. And there's only four of them. Yeah. You know, because the other one doesn't need the money. Yeah. Let's be no, honest. I mean, she's done all right. That's more than true. But uh, yeah, and again, I had lots of people checking in or Spice Girls tonight or whatever. I've still yet to read a review or hear if it was any good. Yeah. But it looked like a good show because I think in a stadium, it's got to be the people that went loved time. it. And my yeah. sister loved it. I know a couple of T-shirts people. made. Yeah. yeah. But it's here, if, if that's your thing, that's your thing. But to me, I just didn't get it. I think there's better out there that have yeah. just no had that sort of level of fame or or wealth. Yeah, I went I went to see um, the Rolling Stones last year at Murrayfield. Now there's a band. And um, I'd have thought Mick Jagger was 45 the mm. way he was moving about that oh, stage. He, he puts boys like me in you to shame. He was absolutely brilliant. And uh, that was it. And it was one of those, I looked at the ticket prices and it was like 50 quid or whatever. And I thought, yeah. no, no paying that. And a pal of mine had said, oh no, the Rolling Stones for every gig put a load of um, uh, potluck tickets. It's mm-hmm. 35 quid. And on the day you find out where you're sitting, I thought, 35 quid, Rolling Stones. Yeah. I'm there. So booked them. Um, me and my stepdad went and Richard Ashcroft was sporting. So I was I was like a double whammy for yeah, me. Yeah, big fan. Well into that. So went to the, um, went up and you just show your email. I've got um, potluck tickets. I've not even called that. Lucky dip, more than likely. And she just fans out envelopes and mm-hmm. says, there you go. Yeah. Uh, you pick, you pick. He's like, no, no, you brought us here. You pick. Mm. Picked them. Fine. Tickets were fine. Great view, sort of diagonally on. So I text a pal of mine saying, oh, I have decent tickets. Uh, just to say where the dugouts would be. A good view. He says, aye, my mate's in the Golden Circle. I says, aye, much was he? He was like, 35 quid, potluck, ah, so Golden Circle. Potluck. So he has got a photo, selfie of himself with Richard Ashcroft right behind him. Yeah. Oh, well. But it was just um, a cool thing. I the luck the, of the draw. Oh, man. <laughs> the luck I mean, they of don't the need the money, but that was... That's class, though. And that's, that's the first that. That's the first stadium gig I've been in in a while because mm-hmm. I'm... I'm, I'm fell out of love with the big outside gigs a wee bit yeah no I mean sometimes you've just got to to go with it though because if say the Foo Fighters or say Oasis I'm going to see uh, Foo Fighters this year so yeah and uh, Bella Houston yeah well I've got tickets for that but I'm not sure if I'm going to go because I'm doing this sponsored charity walk for the United Community Trust the day after and I'm not sure if my fragile body can take <laughs> driving through to Glasgow standing for about four hours yeah. driving home and then getting up early to go yeah. and do well, that well it's, so. it's on my birthday so I mean you've kind of got to go really yeah. it's a celebration yeah, um, yeah and that's um, get that's in touch with the band they'll, they'll put you front and sure they will on sure your they birthday will. They will. Yeah, Mr. Grohl Mr. Grohl's the ultimate nice guy but yeah that, and again yeah that's kind of that and it's, I've been to see um, sort of Oasis at Murrayfield Bon Jovi saw Coldplay a couple of years ago they were really good saw them yeah. at Bella Houston yeah. yeah you know and that's they're kind of the big gigs but I tell you what I've always been to my gig now always was there a they're, 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 going I'm there they've always been the best gigs always yeah uh, I think they always will be you got any guilty pleasures in your music collection can I beat Mbop from Hanson oh yes it's a catchy number. It's a catchy number. And, that again will be And they've no, they haven't milked it like the Spice Girls have milked Wannabe. But that, but there's a band that have stayed together that whole time. Yeah, I think, well, only, well, only they were only about five when that came out, well, were they not? That's true. And they've only <laughs> took breaks to have kids and get married, but yeah. they've constantly toured. Yeah, well, I'll be honest with you, I, I couldn't 
I don't think I could name many other songs, but that, that one does it for me, Ron. Okay. My thing is, there's not an embarrassing record in anyone's collection because mm. it's your own collection. Yeah. But people can quite happily flick through my record collection and find many questionable numbers yeah. in it. But yeah, but I think everybody must be the same. Yeah. Mine's are kind of, kind of get the, the odd album I quite like that I was like, it's a yeah. questionable album. Yeah. You know? I don't know. I mean, I, I, I do like a bit of pop yeah. now and again, but uh, it's not something that I, I go out my way to. I tell you what, I'd go and see Take That if I got offered. I've put it out there. I, I can't even retract that. Yeah, I've put it out there. You're hoping somebody gets in touch. I saw Gary Barlow last year. Really good. Oh, at the right. Kid Hall? Yeah, there you go. I've said it. I don't even, I don't even care. I've said yeah. it. Well, you know. he's, he's a talented songwriter. Yeah. I would have. Um, I don't think I would buy tickets to go see Take That, but if somebody was to say, got a spare ticket, I'd, You'd I'd go. probably hitch a ride. <laughs> yeah. Probably. Yeah. No, that that would be. Um, I don't see the, the guilty pleasure, but I would go to a gig, I think, more than. I don't own. I own one of their albums, but it's a, it's a limited edition picture disc, so that's my oh, that's okay. my argument. Okay, um, well, we got the truth out here. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that yeah, it's a confessional. It's a confessional, actually. But that that would be mine. But it's the same with films. Same with films. I have got the most questionable choice in mm. favorite films yeah. going. Yeah. Absolutely I, going. I, I've got a favorite film that you just wouldn't guess. I would imagine oh. Greece. My favourite film. Mean, is it the costume? Is it the... I don't know. I think it's just because it's a musical and I feel happy about it. It takes me back to my school days. <laughs> you know the Mamma Mia thing? You watched that? No, I've never watched that. I, I'm partial to a wee bit ABBA, but uh, I, don't, I don't want to spoil it. I don't yeah. want to spoil it by seeing Pierce Brosnan <laughs> hack his way through songs. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, you can, if you watched um, Star is Born, Great Showman, you watched any of that? Uh, great Showman, yes. I haven't seen uh, Star is Born. I, I haven't seen a Great Showman, but the soundtrack's brilliant. Yeah, it's a decent film. Like, the soundtrack yeah. is tremendous. It's a decent film. And yeah. he, he can sing. Hugh Jackman can yeah, just he, tour. He can sing, he can act, he can dance, he's good looking. Do not. Can't stand him. And he was Wolverine. And he was Wolverine. I mean, exactly. Yeah, I, um, yeah, films of, yeah, there's some questionable films. Again, you know, I have a DVD collection, but honestly, my Netflix is ridiculous. Mm. My my list has still got stuff in it that I um, would quite happily watch when I can't find anything else to watch, yeah, which is yeah. the usual on Netflix. Mm-hmm. I'll look for someone to watch. You know what? I'll just watch Yeah, Love Actually for the 10th time. <laughs> so, I think I've watched that a couple of times. Uh, but yeah, it, it's not something I usually just sit down and watch like series. Yeah. Or, what are you in just now? Uh, well, I just finished Chernobyl. Oh, I saw a lot of people speaking about it. I haven't... That's excellent. Good, yeah. That's excellent. Yeah. You probably know the ending. Yeah, I'm not booking a holiday <laughs> there. <laughs> no, no, it's just basically details the catastrophe Good. that it was and kind of cover up. Uh, it's excellent, yeah. yeah. If, if that's your if that's your thing, then you'll definitely like that. But Netflix is phenomenal. Mm. Making a murderer. Yeah, well, I didn't, oh, I, I didn't get around to watching the second season yet, but I'm really bad for this. And I know people listening to this that know me will know how bad I am at this. I get into a series and I watch the first season. I love it. And I'll either, rather than watching it week by week, I want the whole thing to be there. So I'm waiting on the second season. So I am still haven't watched the second season of Designated Survivor. And I really liked the first season. Mm-hmm. There's now a third season. Okay. Um, Power is tremendous, That's which is about to have a sixth or seventh season. I'm not even finished the fifth. Uh, and I'm really bad for that. Like I missed, some of the classics like the West Wing. So I yeah. totally missed the West yeah, Wing. I've totally passed that. me by. So I bought it on DVD about a year ago. It's mm-hmm. over there. 
I've still not even watched it yet. Yeah. But it's there for rainy day. Yeah, I'm my still. brother swears by the West. Yeah, well, lots of people yeah. did. And I went, I'm going to give it a chance. And I found the full box set, all the discs, about 30 discs, a tenner. Mm-hmm. Well, that'll do me. Still not on yet, but I'm quite bad at that. But seasons, I'm, I'm Save it for when you're got a month-long illness or something. Just... Just fire through it all. Yeah, yeah, but that certainly season-wise, um, Line of Duty, I'm miles behind. I'm on like the third season. It's brilliant, but I am miles behind. Line of Duty, I had never seen it at all until season five started yeah. on uh, the, is it the BBC. BBC, it yeah. Yeah, it was on the BBC. So people in my work were speaking about it and I was like, fuck, I'm, I'm going to have to get around watching this. <laughs> so I, I can't, I'm not sure what it was on. It was maybe on Netflix or something. Is, I, managed, yeah. well, I managed to fire through the first four. Yeah. And on the day of the last episode of season five, I just watched yeah. all, all episodes of season five. Amazing. It's phenomenal. Well, I'm halfway through season three and it's just Brilliant. superb. Yeah. The, the thing is, I, I watched um, I watched the first season ages ago. Mm-hmm. And when I put on the second season, because it told me I'd watched that, I, like, I have to watch the first season again. Yeah. So quickly watched it in a day, you know, because it was mm-hmm. about an hour an episode. Yeah. So six episodes. Easy done. Easy done on a Saturday. Yeah. Easy done. Well, you're saying that you never watched the second series of Making a Murderer. No. Like, it was okay, but the first season was... I mean, I've spoke to some people and fair play to them. They're like, oh, no, he's definitely he's definitely guilty. He definitely done it. Mm. Uh, but the majority of people yeah. that I've spoken to about it, they're like, can't I believe yeah. that poor man's still in jail? Well, to me, I thought, nah, I'm not convinced. You yeah. know, there was too many wee bits. But- I know, but I'm... I'm just not sure because they may have just sensationalised the way that they've edited mm. it all together yeah. to make That's, it look like he's an innocent man. But even if he is an innocent man in that, on that charge, like he, he was about a Torag. Oh yeah, clearly. Yeah, clearly. but if he if he is an innocent man, that poor bugger has yeah. done X amount of years yeah. in jail the first time, and then he's he's yeah. back serving. I think Netflix are big like that. You know, they'll they'll take a yeah. lot of shows like that. And yeah, Netflix changed the game with the binge watching because mm-hmm. it's 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 preferable. To how, me, to me certainly. How easy is it? I know, I know. You can just rattle through it. Yeah, you nah, rattle through it. It's fine. And that's the thing. It was. It, it's just finding that kind of show that you get in campaign with, and especially now. I couldn't tell you the last thing I watched live, apart from a football match. Yeah, football. But a program. Mm-hmm. Couldn't tell you. No. Couldn't tell you the last time I went. Oh, it's half past five. Let's put neighbours on. <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't tell you. It's all either on Netflix or on catch up or anything yeah, like that yeah. apart from that's the, that's the way people's viewing yeah. uh, habits are going now yeah and that's been um, that's been some of the, the binge watch stuff that I've, I've kind of really again miles behind on loads of stuff and I get mm. I've got a pal of mine I'll always go watch this yet no no you need to add it to your list I will my list must be I don't know about 80 deep yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know but I get that in the work as well people will be saying oh you should watch this I think yeah. that one of them was Brooklyn Nine-Nine Nine, or- I couldn't get that well, I've, I've been assured, and they're like, "Oh, you should watch that because I like it, you like it, we like the same things." I'm like, "Right, okay, okay." And then I'll say, "Oh, many, many seasons is that?" Oh, they're on seven. I'm like, "That's that's too much. I'm too far behind. I'm never going to catch up." Oh, they're only on for thirty minutes or whatever. Yeah. I'm like, "It's too much." <laughs> um, they've lapped us. I can't make it up. I mean, there's a, there's obviously the buzzword of late was Game of Thrones. Mm, never seen it. Same. Yeah, never. You seen tried. It. No. I tried. I've tried watching no. about the first three episodes at least four or five times. Mm-hmm. Just can't no. get. I just can't get. Just can't get it. No, it's it's quite. Not that it's not a Game of Thrones story, but my old man, he's writing, or he, well, yeah, he is writing a Game okay. of Thrones, and uh, I love how it's one of these programs that younger people. Take your dad, I me, mean, your yeah. dad. 
you know, however old he is. 59, 60, yeah. Loves it. <sighs> you know? But, but uh, I was saying to him, just, it was actually Line of Duty we were speaking about because he, he doesn't mind it, but I says, have you been watching season five? Line of Duty, he's like, and my old man's an ex-cobber. Oh, so he's okay. like, it's a bit far-fetched, you know, the way that they're, <laughs> they're setting these people up to look like that. I'm like, Dad, your favourite programme is Game of Thrones. There's fucking dragons in that. Okay? You're trying to tell me this is far-fetched. What's going on? Uh, <laughs> what are we doing here? And what is going on? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but so, he stood his ground, though. Oh, of course, he, he never backs down. <laughs> yeah. Even in the face of overwhelming evidence, he won't back down. Line of Duty's far fetched, but Game of Thrones, yeah, I'm Game totally of Thrones, on board. Yeah, man. and Dragonheart's based on a true story, son. Okay. <laughs> I'm sure it is. Some people like that, though. Yeah. You know, I always used to watch um, London's Burning because it was because my dad was a, a fiery, mm-hmm. and I always used to watch that. And um, he would probably be, I mean, I'd been really young then, but he was probably the same, mm-hmm. you know, saying to me, oh, it's a bit far fetched. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah, it's going to be, isn't it? It's on yeah, TV. Yeah. The can just have fireys sitting about Every on a Sunday, night shift not doing anything. My gran used to, I used to, on London's Burning used to come on, because obviously when you're young, you, you think it's real. Mm-hmm. Dad's bound to be on it this week. <laughs> <laughs> like, watching intently. Yeah. Was that him in the back there? Oh, yeah, I thought I got sure? I was like, yeah. And I used to say to my gran that my dad went to every fire in the world. Yeah. I mean, he was busy on Santa Claus, clearly. I mean, yeah. every fire in the world he went to, you know. Yeah. Um, so that was, um, the old school. but that's probably on. Dave or one of those channels yeah. now. I mean, if he yeah. just kind of reruns. Never watched it religiously, but I can remember watching a few episodes yeah. of that. Yeah. Yeah. I've been just. It's a uh, good show. I mean, a couple of years ago, been kind of been watching um, Only Fools and Horses. Mm hmm. That was class. Whoa. That's still class. Come on. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah, that's still class to this Absolutely day. brilliant. Yeah. You know, and then that's the thing. Someone like that, half an hour an episode mm-hmm. done. If that. Yeah. It's timeless. You know, it, it kind of holds it, its humour to this, as I say, to this day. And back then it was um, Only Fools and Horses. You know, like when he mm. wins a competition to go abroad. Yeah. And has, and has to play the sun. And uh, I mean, come it's on. Hilarious. No, it's hilarious. absolutely <laughs> brilliant. You know, and he touching up old, his, his misses at the time. And it's just like, geez. And again, it's one of the, it's these things that, you know, now in 2019, how do they get away with that? No. I mean, if they were going to record it now, yeah. a lot of like, oh, I'm not so sure. Yeah, I think we've went. The, the wrong too far the wrong way you know just humour's humour to me <laughs> I mean there's certain comedians I see uh, is it Joe Brand she's taking a bit of a kick in today oh I saw that yeah yeah you know she's a comedian I'm not saying I agree with what she says but there's a lot of things that Frankie Boyle says that I don't agree with uh, but it's you know it's part of their trade yeah. it's just they're trying to be funny yeah I saw, I saw you tweeting today someone about you know I don't really know what I know about politics again right in the back of a stump yeah absolutely I'm just, the exact same yeah. doesn't it it doesn't interest me. Yeah, but, same. Yeah, but... Uh, it, when the country's going to shit. Yes. When I see who's <laughs> going to be our new leader in a matter of weeks, probably. I knew I should have stuck in at Modern Studies. Yeah. <laughs> I was hopeless at Modern Studies. Perhaps that's how I'm rubbish at politics. Yeah, I tell you, it was Modern Studies, that or Geography and History, and I was all like, I'm not really caring about Geography, and yeah, I, was I don't geography. want to study people that are dead. I was Geography. I, I chose Geography at school because I thought, I'm good at the couple says. <laughs> Talk, I thought that's what it was. In, that's all you were doing. Yeah, yeah. I thought that's all it was. And then you're like, oh, wait a minute. Cabal says, no, I'm with this. No. I'm gubbed. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm struggling to get a, yeah. a four in the standard grade here. God. Yeah, <laughs> and that was, yeah, I went more to studies and it was, um, no, it was really because the teacher was hot, I think, back then. I mean, that's not even what? a lie, actually. <laughs> what was his name? <laughs> yeah, she, um, yeah, she knew. 
She knew. <laughs> <laughs> she was hotter that you liked her. Both. Probably. Both. Yeah. She definitely knew both. Yeah, definitely <laughs> knew both. Yeah, yeah. yeah they were good, um, good times. I'm not sure I'd go back and try education again. Mm. But I left 19 years ago and uh, my grades have never helped me with anything. Yeah. Really. Yeah. I, I don't think, mm-hmm. you know, and I think that everyone's past a wee bit different. But I jumped into college for a couple of years, two a year out, um, went back to college for another couple of years to do other stuff and then, you know, went self-employed in 2005 for about five years. Yeah. You know. I don't think school's for everybody. Uh, I mean, obviously, everybody has to go. Yes. uh, But I just think, as you say, certain people, you know, they they kind of work in that environment and then they they get it later on in life. Thing is as well, in work, um, you'll probably actually be the same. You're a young lad. Everything's monitored now. Yeah. You know, if something's wrong. Every single thing. You know, if he doesn't hand in homework, you know about it. And uh, (laughs) today we were chatting about something else and and it was um, getting in trouble at school, which happened quite a lot. And, uh, Back then it was like, you pass that letter on to your mum. Mm-hmm. I like, bother. No worries. Uh, and the amount of time, and I don't condone this, the amount of time I forced her signature, mm-hmm. frightening. And I was so good at it in the end. Yeah, because you would get a, a Poneyeke, oh, as we man. called them, and uh, you had to get your mum or dad to sign yeah. them. Yeah, I mind. Um, I was I was not bad at signing Ian McNichol. <laughs> so if you're listening, Dad, I apologise. <laughs> yeah, I'd done, um, yeah, a couple of real bad ones and, I remember uh, we had a math teacher, a math teacher, an arsehole, and um, I mind him saying once, it was like, um, you know, maybe I'll come up and speak to your parents. I was like, they'll not be in. So I'll come up on a Monday night, they'll not be in. Tuesday, they'll not be in. <laughs> you know, just being a being arsehole. And uh, he was like, yeah, and we'll talk about your behaviour and whatever. You know, trying to be intimidating, I think, yeah. is what the tactic was back then. And uh, I was like, all right. And I made he phoned mm-hmm. and I answered. And I uh, was like, oh, I'm looking to speak to so-and-so. And I clocked him right away. And I'm like, <coughs> she's not in at the moment. You know, <laughs> something like that. And got away with it. And it was just about, it was constant, you know. Mm. But back then, you know, you, if you need hiding, you got hide. Yeah. That's what I'm um, But I would always say, not, none of that ever went against me or was a disadvantage to me or, or anything mm. like that. But being able to sign that, Signature as good as I could has yeah. uh, got me out a lot more sticky situations <laughs> than I could have been. Yeah, you know? I, I might be on a behaviour sheet, and the best I got was at satisfactory. Yeah, I mean, come on, I mean, no, you that's, know, that's a bog standard. Yeah, he was, showed up. Yeah, <laughs> he showed up and he shut up, and that was it. Yeah, which again didn't happen very often. Yeah, were, uh, <laughs> well, that was one thing I never done. I never plunked. Never um, really. And advice a lie. I plunked on the last day of term because you used to go in. And nothing happened. Yeah, we got, well, bunking is what we, mm-hmm. we are bunkers. But yeah. that was, again, no very much. But I, I remember picking subjects for six years. And, uh, and never leaving the common room for a whole year. No, I, going into six year, I didn't really have any plans. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't have, you know, I worked part-time in a shop filling shelves, but I didn't have really a... a probably any aspirations, dreams or anything like that. I was like, mm-hmm. I don't yeah. know what to do. Yeah. So I'm going to have to stay on. Or I could have left. I was at that, you know, I didn't have to stay at Christmas. I could have left. And uh, I was going out with a girl at the time and just went, I'll just stay on. That'll be fine. And when it come to picking the subjects, you felt, I think, if you weren't doing so many hires, which I clearly wasn't, um, you maybe got a free period a day, study period. Mm-hmm. So when I was filling in the box and you got these modules that you could do and I think you had to pick like a technical or an art or something. Yeah. I was like, oh, take your drawing or something. 
didn't go the first day. So it didn't show up in the register of it. Mm-hmm. So I went from having two free beers to somehow having three. Yeah. So I was in like three classes a day. And I mind on a, Half a day. one day it was like, yeah, we won in double, first double period. And I tell my mum this, she'd be like, no, no, you're going. I was like, I'm at, look, I'm no in. Yeah. No, you're going. Yeah, I don't have to be there, mum. <sighs> and still had to go. But no, I think we were, we weren't really bunkers either. It was, mm-hmm. it was very much the last things of term. But in six, six years was the best year because I don't have much time to do stuff, but I don't like it. We had a talentless talent show. <laughs> You know, so it was the worst act. Yeah, one. Didn't tell me you won. So uh, no, we I don't. No, we didn't. I don't think we did. But I'm sure it was a talentless talent show. It couldn't have been a talent show because <laughs> nah, it couldn't be. Sorry if the winner is listening. Um, <laughs> but I'd come back from holiday, and the the guys had said, "Oh, we're in. We're going to do. Um, we're, we're going to mime. It's raining men by the Weather Girls." And mm-hmm. I went, "Who's we?" Yeah, I got me. You know, five guys. I was all right. I was like, "Oh, and we're going to dress in women's clothes." Mm-hmm. All right, okay. I'm, I think I'm on board. So that was it. And there was, um, he used to have a camcorder back then. And it, it was all on video. And it, you know what? I'd love to find it in some of these boxes since I moved yeah. house. So were you one of the Weather Girls? So we were one, well, there was five of us. Okay. I was dressed in a nurse's uniform As you with did. a wig on. And it was, uh, I mean, I looked the best. Yeah. I'm Stethoscope. Not, I looked the, uh, probably. Yeah. It was somewhere. I was smiling. But it was horrendous. But then, because of the talent clearly on show, mm-hmm. uh, I took a, I took drama in six years because, well, what else am I going to do? <laughs> and uh, they were going to put on a show, we were going to put on a pantomime. So it was going to be Cinderella. So I also played an ugly sister. It's terrible. And uh, for three three nights, and it was absolutely brilliant. I mean, yeah. it just being brilliant, yeah. just superb, and uh, it was class. Uh, and that was kind of, I was like, I wish I could have done this. Mm-hmm. I wish I could do this every day. Yeah. We've done all these wee other plays and that was kind of the best part of it six years. Yeah, make believe. Oh, without a doubt. I can, I can remember back to like a, f- I'm not sure what age it was, maybe 15, 16 or whenever it was, but there seemed to be a lot of pressure on you. Like people were forever asking, what do you want to do? What mm. do you want to be? Yeah. And <laughs> genuinely, even now I'm not sure what I want to do or be. I, I, I'd quite like to be Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> but uh, at that age, I genuinely didn't know and I felt, I felt quite a lot of pressure. Like I think journalism, I thought about that because I was thinking, oh, I'll get the hang about United and report on United. <laughs> and then the old man, with him being in the cops, I thought, well, you know, he'd probably yeah. want us to follow in his footsteps. But uh, I'm, I'm a bit of a shite bag. I don't really want to go chasing buddies. So so that never happened either. Yeah. But yeah, there was a lot of pressure back then, which uh, I think I'll, I'll certainly not be putting any of that on, on my young lad. I, I, always, I always kind of probably look back and wish I got a trade. Yes, if I could, if I could change anything, I would get myself a trade, and it wouldn't yeah. matter to me if it was joinery, no. electrician, plumbing. Honestly, just should. just a trade because how many homers do these guys? You should have seen the outside of it trying to hang a bloody mirror in here. That's but, not even a trade requiring oh, to be hanging mirrors. Like. Mate, I'm no joking. <laughs> I've never done the knock test enough, you know. So, um, yeah, that's uh, that's something I kind of did. Like, both my cousins are joiners, and uh, my dad was a spark at a trade. Mm-hmm. Um, uncle was a plumber. You find a lot of fireys. Sorry to cut you off, Ron. You find a lot of fireys that had <laughs> trades. They all had trades. Yeah, yeah. I don't I'm sure my dad said back in the day it was possibly a requirement. If it's not, I've just made that up. But, mm-hmm. I'm sure it was something like that. You know, it was, um, you had a trade, you got in. Because I'm sure the guy, yeah. the guy he went out with, they both retired at the same time. And I'm positive he's a plumber. Mm-hmm. Positive. Yeah. And he done, my dad retired on 30 years service. And he went out at like 51 or something. Yeah. Um, yeah, he was, he was a spark. I'm sure, I'm sure he was a plumber. 
And they all, yeah, which they're a wee bit different now, obviously, but mm-hmm. certainly for that, it was, um, yeah, that was it. Yeah, I, 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 a story about the fireys when they used to have these career nights at uh, the school, and it was yeah. Craigie High that I went to. Uh, I, I quite fancied the fireys, so me and my old man went over to the gate or the table, sorry, and I was like, ah, I quite fancy being a fiery. And the guy just looked at me up and down, and he was like, What height are you? And I was like, I'm six foot five at the time, I was only like 14, 15, or whatever. Uh, and he was like, yeah, you're too big. I was like, what do you mean I'm too big? He says, well, there's there's a restriction. And at that time, there must have been, I think it was maybe 6'4 or something, there was the restriction. Well, there's probably not now. No, I don't think there is now. So. No, but uh, that was it. <laughs> so I was thinking, I'm, okay, I'm not good enough at football, so I'm never going to live out of that dream. And the other thing I wanted to be was a fiery. I'm and not now, Bruce Springsteen yet. No, and I can't play the guitar nor sing. Or slide along the stage on my knees. Oh. Yeah, so I was too big for the fireys, but yeah. and now I'm just too old and hopeless, I dare say. <laughs> Follow the podcast on social media. We're at The Day's Podcast on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. You mentioned earlier the other passion in life is your football club. Yes. The uh, When did that love affair begin? That, uh the first two games that I was at, my father took me to see United play, and I'm not sure in what order, but we played Morton at home and Kilmarnock at home. And both games were 7-0. It was the year that United won the league. I hope I'm getting that right. But okay. I'm pretty sure both games were 7-0. And uh, I, strangely, I remember being at their games, and he also, he was working uh, the day that United won the league, but he swears that my granda took me. Okay. And... I'm not sure if that's true because I've got no memory of it at all. <laughs> None whatsoever. So I would like to think I was there. Yeah. But to be honest, if I was, uh, it doesn't really matter because yeah. I cannot remember it. I can just remember United playing uh, blue and white strip. Yeah. And as I say, because the first two were Morton and Kilmarnock, yeah. I, I, I can't differentiate between who was who. Yeah. Uh, but my first regular memories, I, I've got loads of good memories of going to Dens to see United, obviously, uh, because I used to stand at the bit where the players come out. Yeah. And uh, when Dundee had Dave Smith, Coco, as the manager, no, remember him? No, no. He was, he was a hoot. Uh, he was a bit of a clown. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, I don't, don't remember but that. But he used to oh. come out and he was always great because it was me and a couple of mates who used to stand there, but obviously we were really young at the time. And he used to always take time, come over to speak to you. And even though he was like the, the enemy, mm-hmm. I dare say, the opposition's manager, it was great. You know, you just remember stuff like that. And then you would get maybe a wee high five from the players running back uh, up. No, a tunnel at Dens, is it? But running back up yeah, the stairs. stairs. So things like that. Yeah, I love it. I love it. And when I went to Tanadice, I used to sit on the wall uh, at the Seggy bit, which is now the George Fox. Mm-hmm. So I probably would have been about 40 yards from the yeah. goal line, just sitting there on the wall. Old man would have been behind the crash barrier. And you know what? See, back then, Ron, uh, European football was normal. It really was. was? You used to you used to walk along Fleming Gardens to get there, uh, and you would see the schoolboy game before the European tie that United always put mm-hmm. on. Uh, and it just... It was you just expected it. It was yeah. uh, every year. It seemed like I'm sure if I go back and check the record books, it probably wasn't. But I'm sure they were United now in Europe for about 14 years oh, in a row yeah. or something. Yeah, my, my, the first game I went to was um, the 1991 Cup final, the four three. Everybody says that oh, was a great game. I go, no, it was not. I got beat. Okay. Yeah, but I, I mean, I was I was nine years old, so it's it's one of them. It's a it's a memory more than yeah. 
kind of anything. And I'm still then, adamant that Alan Main was fouled on that fourth <laughs> goal. Damn right he was. He definitely was. You know, he was manhandled. I mind he nearly scored a kick out for his hand mm-hmm. and I was like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, but that was the first game and I think it wouldn't have been long after that. Grand bought me a season ticket but it was the George Fox that was the first place. I remember being in, you know where Jim McLean is now? Yes. And when it was standing but yeah. it was deep. Yeah. You were sort of your head was level. That's right. Mind that. Yeah. Mind being in there, but not for anything really major. There was, there's only been a couple of years that I've not had a season mm. ticket, to be honest with you. And that's when I was working at, uh, in Quicksave. Okay. Which would have been, uh, crikey, probably the year that we were in the, well, it was the first division at the time, the year we went down. I don't think I had a season ticket. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's United's the first love. <laughs> that, that really is. I mean, they were there before everybody else. Yeah. Uh, so where do you sit now? I sit in the, the Eddie Thompson lower with my old man and the wee man. Old man always had one as well, or he came in Yeah, well, he, until a few years ago when I started paying for my own, he used to get mine, obviously. Amazing. So, uh, so it was, yeah, he, as I say, he took me to the, the Segi, and then from there, when they built the George Fox, we went into the family mm. section, which wasn't very family friendly from... I can remember sitting behind somebody that swore a lot, giggling, thinking this is great. You learn, you learn new words oh, you every do, Saturday. Yeah. You never repeat them because that was always the rule, but you could laugh at them while you're at the game and then he tell your mum. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, and then uh, I've had a season ticket up in the top tier of the Eddie Thompson, basically for legroom, to be honest with you. But it's just too dear now, so I, I go at the bottom tier. And I sit in an aisle seat so I can get my leg about three rows down. <laughs> A wee bit of comfort. How long's the wee man been going? Was he 10? He's 10 now, yeah. Uh, so the first game he was at, it was actually when Jim McLean opened his stand. I think we played St Johnston that Pass. day, did we? Pass. He was around about two anyway. I was waiting to say, yeah. it'd be a while for yeah. me going back. But it's taken me years of brainwashing techniques to okay. get him to, to be a, a big United fan. Mind you, 10. I'd have probably been about 10 when I first... Yeah, but, but as I say, I've been taking him since he was two. Yeah. And he's just not interested up until... Last season he was very engaged. Because the good thing for, for him is it's it's quite cheap for the kids still, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. 18 quid or Yes, or well, like Leo, some people will know that listen to this, Leo's uh, disabled. So he gets uh, he gets the season ticket for, I think it's £18 for him. Okay. And uh, the carer, my father, just now, he gets the, the free ticket to go with him. Right. So it's £18 for the two, so it's fantastic. But he's, he's absolutely, honestly... When we got a beat from St Murn the other week, yeah. uh, obviously you're you're gutted because you, you want to be winning every game, uh, but we lost. And I'm kind of getting over it by the time I get back to the car. The wee man was raging. Was he? Uh, he, he, he wasn't allowed to speak. So I'm Ooh. speaking to my dad about the game. He's like, shut up, stop speaking. <laughs> we lost. Yeah, I'm not happy. I'm like, look, buddy, me and Granda never missed a penalty, okay? So don't be <laughs> shouting us. We were escort. So he's just, he just—he was raging. Man syndrome, he man. was raging, and uh, there was a bit of me that loved that. But he's, yeah, I thought he gets it. Yeah, he gets yeah, it. Get used to this. Oh, get used to it. He's at an age when he's not really got any good times memories yet. Really, well, it's all relative. Yeah. It's all relative. Like the, I would say that I was to ask him his favourite games. He would probably say Saint Murn in the cup. Purely because of the atmosphere. Mm, yeah. So half the game he spent watching it, the other half he's just looking around him yeah. in amazement at all these daft people singing so constantly. Is, is, he the, is he the immature laughing kid at the minute when he hears the language around him? He'll ask me, uh, he'll ask me, can I can I say that word? I'm like, no. Oh, no, 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 no. So it, it was Jimmy Gomez, Fudgeon <laughs> Hates Dundee. 
So we're allowed to say fudge. Yeah, okay. You can say fudge. So that gets used in quite a lot. Every day. Yeah, almost, <laughs> almost certainly at the football. Yeah. And he's a big fan of the Caballero song as well. Oh, it's that thing. You can go and sit anywhere else you like, mm. you know, but if that's, it's like anything and it's, um, when things are good, everything's great. Mm. You know, the crowd's great and everything. You, you felt it. Certainly the, uh, the Inverness home leg and the, the Samaritan home leg. You could yeah. well. That was great. It was yeah. second to none. Yeah, it was, it was fantastic. You know, I'm just I'm just doing what I would normally do before a game. Mm-hmm. It's the fans that get really in tune with, go yeah. with, and it's just a great atmosphere. You yeah. know, and that's it's the highs and the lows, though, isn't it? Yeah. You've got to you've got to take them both. I stood there, you know, stood there in St. Martin Park, just like yeah, spewing. But you know, it's only a game. I was on a good bus, though. <laughs> <laughs> I was in a decent car. Yeah, until was... Mister Angry got in the back yeah, well, after the match. That's up. Absolutely brilliant. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it's, uh, yeah, he's he's right into it now. I mean, as I say, his first games were way back then. He's been to plenty of Barcelona games as well. He used to go there quite a bit for holidays. Awesome. Uh, and he used to just sit. So wait a minute. With his... He took him to see Leo Messi. Now you're getting him a watch. Ah, but it could have been anybody. It could have been anybody. He wasn't a kid. And he yeah. was sitting, not even facing the pitch, playing on his chair with a fire truck. Like Leo. Paid like 70 euros for this ticket. Okay. <laughs> the best player ever to kick a ball yeah. is 50 yards away from yeah. me. If you could maybe turn around That's and look at That's amazing, up. eh? Yeah. But yeah, he's, it's that age, isn't it? It's yeah. the age of the But he's right into it now. He loves it now. He's a wee bit of a glory hunter, though, because uh, he cuts a boot in a Raheem Sterling Man City top. Oh, does he? Every now and again. Oh, right, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of that side of him, but you know. <laughs> I've told him if he wants an English team, he could pick whoever he wants. Yeah, he just kind of pick any other Scottish team. Uh, well, that's that's true. I mean, I think um, you know, I got I got bought a Liverpool top in 1992, Centenary home and away. You know, another week in Champions League final. I was loving life. It was brilliant. Yeah. You know, because it, it's just always been a club that I've always looked and always had the top. I always had. I used to always get one away, one home, one away. So it was either United home or away. Yeah, and the vice versa. And is that, is, that, is that the reason you chose Liverpool then, or did it choose you? Because... No, I got bought the tops. Yeah, that, uh, but that, that's how I got into that... like Barcelona. Like, I'm, I tell you, like I quite like Barcelona, mm-hmm. and people will be thinking, obviously. But the reason I like Barcelona is because my gran and granda used to go to Lorette de Mar or Salou. Lorette de Mar. In, in the eighties, holiday in the eighties, and bring me back like there you go. At the time, I thought they were the best thing ever. They were probably the knockoffs that you still get. They were these definitely days. the favourites, yeah, definitely. But that's how I like Barcelona. And my yeah. old man, my English team's Newcastle. Uh, he used to go down to Newcastle with his football yeah. team every year for yeah. a weekend. Well, that was, and that's you know, I got bought the tops, and they've always been. Uh, it's always been a thing, you know. I'm mm-hmm. going to the friend like Murrayfield and. It's Snap. these things. It's it, yeah. you know what I think that's a, that's that's great for the for the um, the fans like that that can just go and watch a game. But for me, you know, I've I saw a thing on like it was quite funny. It was something along the lines of um, people saying, "Oh, we've won it six times. I've not been Anfield six times." I'm quickly counting how many times have it been? Mm-hmm. Oh, seven. That's okay. Yes, I passed the test. Yes, but it was things like that, and that was only because, again because 1992 bought the two strips, and it's just been the way ever yeah. since, and that's. Just the way out. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't have an issue with that. I don't see what the problem is. But what I will say is, like, even even though, like, I look for Newcastle's results or yeah. or Barcelona's, n- nothing brings me more joy football wise than a United win. Obviously, oh, God no, no, it, way. it doesn't even come close. Yeah, it's just, it, and, I know, and I know it's only a game, and I said that like five minutes ago, but it can make or break your 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 weekend or at least your Saturday your night. Home. Yeah, <laughs> oh, and honestly, I'm, I could be fairly. 
Billy Moody. So I'm, I, I'm assuming that if um, if we don't have a great performance at home, the walk home can be quiet with him as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think the bigger, but I think he grasped like the magnitude of yeah. the St. Man game because, which, which again, at ten years old, good on him. Yeah, because yeah. there was a couple of kids on ours that I don't think, but they were younger. And yeah. I was like, they'll just enjoy the day out yeah. on a bus. Well, I mean, little adult swim. The the one the Hamilton game was that was a better bus that mm. purely because you thought we won the World Cup coming home. Yeah, <laughs> and we'd been terrible. Yeah, I know. But it was jumping. Um, yeah, both times, uh, both times have been to the playoff final, the away leg has both times resulted in the mate of Wentworth having a couple of weeks off his work sick, genuinely ill. Yeah. The first time he got black gums, and black the second time gums. he got tonsillitis. What yeah. the hell are black gums? Oh, his gums were black. That's all, I, it's, there's only, his gums were black. And just no explanation for it, but after both. and, and when still I, alive? When it happened last week, I says to him, it just tells you you kind of do in a way, day. Eh? Yeah. It just tells you. <laughs> yeah, or he kind of handled defeat. That went in most games this season. But I love it. Like I, I love going, even if the wee man doesn't go to some away games, uh, which he'll probably go to all of them next year with me. But I, I love the the nonsense banter in the car with my dad. Yeah, I love it. I love spending time with the old man. Even, yeah, I mean, he, there's times when he does me nothing. You know, I can't lie. Like <laughs> probably like most people and their dads. But yeah. I wouldn't. I wouldn't swap him. And I'm, I'm it's grateful the, that we get these times. But you know what? It's that. It's that. Um, I, th- I always think it's a. It's usually an age thing and how the views are. Because if they've mm. seen the best times, yeah, it's no, no, I'm no digging at your dad, especially or anyone, but sometimes it's a wee bit. We're 2019 now, though, mm-hmm. you know, the days are, yeah, winning the champ, it, yeah, mm, it doesn't happen, you no, know? I know. And I, I think it's getting that, you know, again, people go, oh, American owners, and that's it's probably the best thing that's happened to our club. And mm. well, six, seven, could, eight years. Yeah, but you could see why people are skeptical because, well, look at it across the road, yeah, plus the fact that, uh, that Mark Ogren's come in and he's his stated desire is to make money. Mm-hmm. But I don't know who's advised him and he's a millionaire, so he's far smarter than me. <laughs> that's that's a given. Yeah. But I don't know. Out with Celtic, I'm not sure anybody else makes money. No. No way. I mean, some St. Johnson are great at like breaking even, I think. Yeah. Uh, but who makes money in Scottish football? Oh. It just seems to hemorrhage money. I see seen again they've said what's it 3,000 season tickets again mm. sold already mm-hmm. fans are some of the best fans going I tell you yeah I know and they figures would probably get uh, like sneered at from your fans in this city that go 85 miles west to watch yeah one or two teams but 3,000 is not too bad considering no. where we are how we are and uh, you know Dundee's no wealthy city either and it's it's not that cheap to go watch football these days no, and I, I think that's the you know, cost is always going to be the the big thing. I mean, especially going to games down south when I've been to, you know, Anfield and Old Trafford, and it's frighteningly the cost. Don't get me wrong, I'm more entertained. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm watching yeah. some of the best players in the world, but yeah. you know, paying fifty five quid, and you know what? And this is what really it gripes me, and this is me spending it. Pay fifty five quid, and I don't even question it. Yeah. And then I got charged 28 quid a ticket up here and I'm going, 28 quid, 28 quid. I know. You know. But uh, I think when you're paying that 55, it's a one-off. Yes. Yeah. So you don't mind it. Like if I, the most I ever paid for a ticket was, I think it was about 133 pound it worked out at. And that was Barcelona, Real Madrid. That was 2007. Now that kind of felt a wee bit sick when I paid that, but 
It was Barcelona Real Madrid. Yeah, and I'm I, probably only going to get to that game once. Yeah, I don't, mate. I, I totally get that. I totally but, uh, get that. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I tried to register for tickets for the the Euro 2020 because oh, yeah. there's a couple of games at Hamden. Uh, so I was doing that last night, and the ticket prices for that, like, I think the cheapest one's fifty fifty five, and then it goes right up to like hundred eighty five. Arguably one of the worst stadiums to watch football in. Yeah, plus one hundred eighty five pound. Who are you going to be watching? You don't even know. Mm. We we it might you, even be England. A you, disaster. <laughs> if you pause our mind, looked at we looked at going to the Women's World Cup. Mm-hmm. Nine nine euro a ticket. Yeah, years and years ago, you wouldn't even give women's football a chance, and I no. don't think I'm. No, I don't think I'm pigeon. I think we're all the same, but now it's, it's made it's, big strides in the last little oh, while. That's without a doubt. And then the big thing is, well, I, it was, I think a lot of people said it during the Champions League. You know, it was three weeks between the season ending. Yeah, the, and the, that's why the Champions League game I don't think was up was, wasn't great. Yeah, because of that, the the the, the players at the, the very top they, they get so little rest these days. And I used to be like the opposite. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, so little rest. What are you talking about? They get paid X amount of millions. And they're getting to do what they love, yeah. and they're only working ninety minutes or maybe ninety minutes twice a week or whatever. Yeah. No, they need a break. Yeah. I needed a break, and I didn't even play. So as soon as that last penalty got missed or went in or whatever yeah. happened, uh, yeah, I was obviously sick. But you're thinking, well, that's fine. Yeah. No football to deal with for the next X amount of weeks. Yeah, recharge my batteries. I think it's been a long season for. Uh... Certainly for fans of both sides of mm-hmm. the street this season, it's yeah. been a tough... I'll be interested next season. Uh, I know a few Dundee fans that are, like, some of them are like quite quite down on their chances next year, but I, d- I don't know why they're of that opinion, because they don't have a team just now, so no. they don't know who they're going to be watching. I think they've got about nine or ten signed players, yeah. something like that. I mean, okay, so. Craig Kern will break a heart, that would uh, scunner you, but... You know, they might sign Charlie Adam. They might pull a rabbit out of the hat. Who knows? And if they, yeah. if they signed him, I would imagine he'd be the best player in the league. Yeah, without a doubt. Yeah, yeah. Comfortably. Even at 32, 33. Yeah, yeah. No, I would imagine he would stroll it. Yeah. Because, I mean, there's an argument to be made for Stephen Doby being the best player in the league. And what is he, 53, 54? Yeah. <laughs> that man's yeah, an absolute God, phenom. Oh, like 40 odd goals. And, he, and he's not even in a team that was at the top of the league. No. Nah, this nah. team just. Just stayed just up. Stayed up. Scored yeah. a hat trick, didn't he? In the the um, playoffs or whatever. But yeah, no, I think it's it's going to be tough. And I mind saying, my uncle, your family might be the same as mine. It's quite split. And mm. the United. And no. Now you've got full United. Pretty much. It's done all right there. Well, mine's just, um, you know, there's a lot of Dundee in mine as well. But my uh, stepdad and my uncle are all Dundee. And he was over at Kyle, he was abroad. So he works abroad. So he he was over at Christmas and sort of saying, oh, I'm shite, you're right, you're right, coming up. And I was like, you know what? We'd, I think we'd been beat 5 0 air at the time, you yeah. know, a real fucking dark day. Horror show. And, uh, and I'd said to him, but I, I mind saying to him, I wouldn't swap positions with you. Mm-hmm. He's like, what do you mean? I says, well, we're still third top. Mm-hmm. You know, we've still got a chance. You're second bomb. Yeah. I'm not sure you've got a chance. And obviously, I think McTerm might have been in by then. And he was like, I wouldn't have swap it. And he was like, No, no, you would. And I was like, No, nah, I wouldn't. And you know, I'm I'm not I'm not a big gloating fan because I work for the club as well and kind of go to and don't get me wrong, if I give it out, I will take it back. Mm. That is an absolute given. Yeah. You know, I will it's an absolute given. You know, when I I'd maybe send a couple of texts to my sister who's at Dundee season that you hold up. 
just wind her up a wee bit when the relegation was confirmed. I expected the text on that Sunday and I got them. Yeah. It was fine. Totally yeah. fine. Yeah. And I was like, that's all right. Friendly banner. Um, but as it went on and on and it was getting closer and closer, you were like, they, the miracle is now turning massive, mm-hmm. you know, massive for them to get out. But I just, again, and it's not, I don't know if you're the same, you speak to some fan, they go, you know, seen up United, blah, blah, and you're like, no, why are they pushing on with the stadium? Why is this still the chat? Yeah, Why not get a team on the d- Are they? Or is well, it just I think chat? it's the chat, isn't it? Yeah. From the high above. Because it makes no it, like from the outside looking in, it makes no sense, you know? I mean, I don't know what the crowds were at Dens, probably on a par with us. Probably. Uh, like average wise, and they've had visits from Rangers, Celtic, Aberdeen, Hearts, Hibs. Uh, we've not. <laughs> we've had Alloa and the likes of that. And our average has probably been about the same. Yeah, right? yeah. It won't, I don't think it's any worse. Uh, so I don't know why they're they're keeping talking about this. That's mad. Like, well, I understand why they're talking about it, but yeah. if they're actually putting some cash behind it and they're mm-hmm. still thinking of doing it, yeah, I think they've got they've got a big thing with going into the um, the sports place at Kerr Park. Yeah, for training. I yeah, think that is happening, though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, that's a big thing that they've had to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, you know how we? I don't. I mean, how how are you signing a player and then saying right? Meet at Riverside. That's where we're training. Yeah. Like, come on. I know, you know. So I think that's a that's a big thing for them. It's same when United went to St Andrews. People mm. are in real uproar. Oh, I'm going to St Andrews far. Yeah, yeah. I get it's fifty mile away, but it's nice. really a good facility. Yeah, you know what I mean. There's there's not many players that come out and speak against it. You know, they all say the train facility. There's Mark Reynolds when he signed. He said, "Look, I've come from Aberdeen. Obviously, they're maybe a better team just now, but mm. train facilities are night and day." And that's it, and that's the. That's the big thing, you know, it's a it's a big appeal, of course, you know, again, depending on when this goes out compared to the time it's recorded, is, is the things like, well, well when's the sign-ins? Where the harm then? It's mm. like, chill, man. We've yeah, got, yeah. Time, we're all right. Yeah. We're no, okay. The, I mean, we're not, with all with the best will in the world, we ain't going to win the Betfred Cup. No. We're not going to win. I thought so, no. No, too, unless uh, there's the luckiest of lucky draws all the way through. Yeah. Uh, but you, you still want to do well in it. Good we turn on, uh, especially but, the group stage. Yeah, of course. But the league doesn't start until early August. So for me, obviously you want players in sharp and get them up to speed during pre-season. But you know, I think one of the last players we signed last year was Safranco and he, he worked out not too bad. Yeah, and I, I mind that I was probably as guilty of it. Some people going, who is this we've signed? Yeah. Never heard of I, I didn't want us to sign him purely because I was very much in the can we just get rid of Shabba yeah, yeah. and I was thinking why are we still letting this yeah. guy sign people this is a terrible idea and he went and to Queen of South and scored in his debut yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. He, he was he was oh he was I thought he was fantastic for us some people argue that point but for me he was yeah. he was star man that yeah year. and I, again I think it was that just the um, game too far a, a wee bit which is you know and you know what it's like anything we have our moans after the game you know before you were told to shut up for the young lad. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, you have that. and I'm the same, I think. See, a couple of days later, I'm all right. I'm okay. Yeah, yeah same here. You I know, was, I was, after the St. Mum game, I was all right by yeah. the time I got back to the car. Yeah, I had I had the Monday off work um, and I went on the Tuesday and our girl in our office loves a wind-up. Absolutely. How'd you go on the weekend? Knowing mm. we fine well. Does she like football? No, see, I get that in my work as well. I get, they, oh, what was the score? Uh, no, you don't even like football, Garth. Uh, but they know. Garth, my back. But they know. <laughs> yeah, she knows. Like, she she knew. Um, but our work, we go to, uh, we go to our both hospitality with mm. our work. And that's, the fixture list this year is brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. 
I'm re- I'm oh, hoping I that don't. the I'm hoping that the powers that be give us a Dundee Derby first game of the season. Yeah, you, somebody else said that today. I'd love it. It's a good curtain raiser. Sandice or Dens? Dens. You'd see yourself that your first game. Definitely. Oh, yeah. what? Definitely. What I th- I could see, and there was a guy on Twitter that posted it. I can't mind who it was to yeah. be honest with you, but uh, basically I said four four Friday night derbies uh, this year yeah, and yeah. I could totally see that happening if they yeah. put them all on the TV yeah no, they will I mean that's yeah. not one of them will be a three o'clock on a Saturday no. not one unfortunately not one I, I, I'm the same yeah. I, don't get me wrong I like night games I've got a big thing against the Friday nights when they are stupid mm-hmm. like Queen night- South against Ross County yeah come on Dundee Derby I'm on board with that yeah I'm alright with that yeah you know um, the fixtures that they chose last year there was just the distance is in between the teams because oh, Ross County Air United are against us both times home and away yeah. that's not an easy place to get to no nah, nah, that, that's the thing I think you know what we could rant on a long time about the powers that be it's one of them it's mm-hmm. it's just the way it is now you know what I mean mm-hmm. but anyway you know, I'm just quite happy going to Falkirk on a Saturday afternoon as I was yeah. you know a, a Wednesday night at Tanadice yeah. you know but there is something about a game under the lights definitely. it's always there definitely is. especially later on in the year when it's actually dark yeah yeah <laughs> no, that's true that's true and not just at full time I can't believe you're going Dundee Derby that would be your yeah. shout you, do you want like a an easy ease into the season because easy games for United usually end up in defeat I'd take a trip to Arbroath like I would take that as well take yeah a trip to definitely would take that yeah but, I, mean, I mind going there in McKinnon's first game and it was horrible nil-nil yeah, and it was penalties yeah, wasn't it it was awful Yeah, absolutely awful Yeah, oh. well, I mean Dingwall Dumfries Inverness Greenock beating them all this year can't have beat it yeah it's uh, someone else in it but yeah. it's, you know it, it's one of them things it's, when it's your team it's your commitment mm. that goes you know it, I, mean? It, I mean it's if you're having it well personal experience like if you're having a, a shit week or that at least at the end of it for me I've got something to focus on I could look forward to going to the football you know, and if you get beat, then you're kicking chuckies all the way back to the car <laughs> thinking, I'm oh, right, Dad, we're not going next week. And oh, that's it, we'll not go next week. And then I'll text him first thing Monday. Right, Dad, tickets are out. Nah, yeah, we're going. Yeah. Oh, you said we're not going. Nah, no, but come on. Slept on it, it's fine. We might win this week. <laughs> he, he still go most weeks as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying that he enjoys my company, but uh, he, he gets dragged along, that's for sure. He's on the pie, so he't got to go or I don't eat. <laughs> I'll lose weight if he doesn't yeah, come to the football. Uh, it's one of them, mate. It's, uh, when it's your team, it just happens. Mm-hmm. You know, you you keep going, and um, but I think I think everyone knows it's got to be it's got to be this year. Got to be. Yeah, I don't want to say it, but I'm I'm quietly confident. Yeah, you know, I made daft predictions in the past. <laughs> I didn't I didn't think we would uh, come up last year. Like I, I kind of hoped that we would, but I, I think it was just because we went in to that season on such a downer. Shabba was still in charge, and whether it whether I was right to think it or no I just you know I'm just thinking just get rid of this guy for goodness sake and it's horrible to think that about your your team's manager and I certainly was not going to games thinking I hope we lose no. I hope we lose no 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 I never had that but, but you just wanted something to happen but but then if it had happened earlier I might have ended up with Jim McIntyre because there was a, a minor clamour for him at that point he was putting himself about for the job yeah, well he was at the games he was showing up at United games yeah it was one of them it was a real uh, a real horrible mm-hmm. I I think going into this season certainly we're in a better place because we don't need a complete squad overhaul uh, there's there's like a Partick I can't see Partick being as bad again so they should improve Falkirk are not there so okay they were stinking last year but like traditionally mm. they're a, a sticky team Dundee are the unknown quantity but you would hope 
you would hope that we could beat them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Inverness are always going to have a... Yeah, they're just a horrible team to play against. Yeah. yeah. Horrible and, team and to play against. And they'll keep a lot of their squad usually. I think, I yeah, know they've lost so a couple. We. So yeah. have we. Uh, and you could make a decent argument for saying, well, if Nielsen had have been there all season, then we might have went up yeah. automatically. Uh, but time will tell, Ron. <laughs> time will tell. Oh, is that a- that horrible part of the summer you're just like yeah where Fred started yet I know still a month <laughs> time castle yet I know you're going you know. to time castle yeah I've got to go it's yeah, within the hour isn't it it's within the hour pretty travel much, time pretty much yeah, yeah. oh you're going to go again and, I, and that's the thing I might I mind saying that in the first game last year I can't mind what it was and whoever was sat next to me just as it kicked off I said to him here we go again mm-hmm. and, I, and that, that was just here we go and yeah. it was it was fine I think by about half an hour and I was going Oh, um, but we were, you know, ups and downs. And, but that's why we love football. Mm-hmm. It's why we, yeah, it's why we love it. It's why you want to get your kids in it. It's why you, you, you want families to come. But you want you being with the core. You want it's, you want all the groups together. And just yeah, have, the emotions it gives. Yeah, it's second to none for me, to be honest with you. And you've got more more words for the young lad to learn. Exactly. <laughs> oh, he's well versed in. Uh, the finer words of Tanadice. Oh, that, that's brilliant, though. Yeah. But, that, that, but that's a great thing, you know, if he's, if he's well into it. And again, yeah. you want him then on the Friday to be buzzing to go, to, to go to school and get home yeah, to yeah. be he's, away. And he's looking forward to going to Tynecastle. Yeah. He's looking forward, because he's never been, no. basically. But the grounds that, that he enjoys going to uh, are like your Air Uniteds or your Glebe Parks. Ones where I don't have to say, I'm look, buddy. Sit on your arse uh, and, and don't move. You just yeah. just watch the game. Uh, Whereas at Air United, he can just have a wee wander and he comes back. You know, he's safe. Kids, man, that's that's a thing. Again, it's that tension span thing. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. hard to. But, but he's getting it now. Yes, he, he he can watch the game now. That's class. Uh, he gets it. That's but but that's that's brilliant. Yeah, you know, and that's, that's, that's that's that that's where I get most of my joy. Has he got um, has he got a shirt with a name on it or is his own name? His own. Ah, he's a wee bum. Has he? Yeah. So we just got him the. The number on the back is his age. Okay. So this summer, when the new one comes out, it'll be Leo Ten. Okay. Yeah, but yeah. we've had them. Oh, from... he just goes first name as well, eh? Yeah. Classy. I like. Thinks that. he's Brazilian. What can I say? Do you have a story to tell, a passion to share, or just want to spend an hour talking about life in general? Then send us a message on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. I think the reason that we've done that for certainly for United because he's got, as I say, he's got Raheem Sterling strapped. Right. He's got. Mo Salah for Liverpool, Messi for Barcelona. But I think the reason that I convinced him to get his own name on a United strip is because the turnover of players, you just never know. I mean, it's not like when, when I was growing up, like United had Sturrock, Neri, Hegarty, Malpass. There about 15 players and that was it. Yeah, for years. For years. And yeah. like, they didn't have names on the back of their jerseys yeah. then. But if they did, then you, you would have comfortably got your money's worth. I, li- I, l- I love that he's got just his first name. I yeah. love that. You know what? It's because it's... it's not- yeah, but he's, so he's just no, he's a child, so you can't have McNuckley with hit against shoulder pads on it. <laughs> and a cosmere. <laughs> exactly. So Leo's perfect. Yeah. Mind he used to charge by the letter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think so. Absolute chancers. Yeah, that's brilliant. He's he's happy. Happy with his football strips. I asked him the other week, I was speaking to somebody on Twitter again when I was having a, a bit of a rough time of it, and he was like, Look, go and ask, go and ask Leo his three favourite things. And then try and focus on that, because the wee man was just going through a bit of a, a tough time. I was like, okay, I'll ask him, I'll see what he says. So I was like, Leo, what is, what's the three favourite things that you've mm. done? You know, you're only 10. He was like, oh, uh, well, going to, my, going to my football, 
which is he goes to the, the para football on a Sunday morning. Absolutely loves it. Good. Uh, going to see United and uh, and uh, spending time with you and mum. Hey. I was like, oh man, what did you throw that in? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Something of mine now. What's going away, on here? Yeah, but his first two were football. That's uh, more important that's than spending it, yeah. time with me. That's class. So yeah, I was, I was like, that's that's good, right? So yeah. if we're going through a tough time again, we'll try and focus on. Yeah, well, I noticed like that. that you were having a bit of a, a bit of a time of it. Yeah, yeah it's. Uh, I think he's well. He's ten now. I think he's just getting to an age where he's starting to notice that he's slightly different mm. from his buddies. Uh, so. Yeah, it's tough, you know. It's 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 going to be tough. There'll be times that are tougher still, I could imagine, but it's just difficult when you're a parent and, you know, if he falls, he grazes his knee, you go, you pick him up, you clean him up, you patch him up, you give him a hug and things are fine. But when he when he comes at you and says, well, you know, this and that, and I can't do that, and I can't do this, and so-and-so can do everything, I'm like, right, okay. You just, you've just got to try your best. You've just got to focus on try and reiterate to him well okay then you know you maybe know the best at doing that but look at all these things you can do try and try and accentuate the positives that he's got and he yeah. he, he does but uh, ah, it was it was tough it was tough that's just being a parent as regardless of having a, a kid with a disability you know there'll every parent will go through uh, times like that when there's when there's an issue I think the thing was as well you know you got a real a real good response for people yeah yeah. you know of it and I think you're you're one of these guys on on Twitter that's never, you know, it's very straight in the middle, but quite like, quite nice, quite likable. There's nothing real controversial, mm. you know, or, or you know, you're gonna post memes to get reactions. It's all, yeah, you know, quite. You'll say say what's on your mind, but also you'll get involved in conversation and stuff. Yeah, and I and I think I I caught it a wee bit later on, I think, and then when you put something like that up, and it's like it's also being, you know, I've got these people that you interact every day. You're the same as me. You're on every day. You yeah. chat somebody every day or whatever. And you put it on and, and it's kind of the, I mean, I don't know how many replies you got, but certainly some of them I read, it was a real nice outpouring. Yeah, and you know was, the big thing is as well, some of these people are still total strangers that I speak to. Yeah. That I've never them, met. Most of them are, Ron. And most of them are. I think it's it, it's brilliant like that yeah, as well. You I, know, I, was, I was humbled by it, you know. I mean, I saw, I think I posted it in the, in the evening. Uh, so I was getting some replies back and forward from people in mainland Europe, <laughs> uh, South America. Uh, there are other parts of Scotland people saying well look I've, I've went through this or, or my brother's been through that you know it was yeah there was one that I read that the boy had his nearly in tears again I'll no mention his name mm. but I told him at the time but uh, it was I couldn't believe it you know because I was just trying to I guess I was just putting like a text message out to the world there thinking you know this is this is tough I'm sure other people have been through something as tough as this What's what's any advice? Any advice would be great. Ten, right now. Ten years ago, that wasn't there. Twelve no, years ago, that wouldn't have been possible. Have that. Yeah. Whereas you'd now, have to stew on it yourself. You know, you could text a, a group WhatsApp or whatever of, of close people you know that might be a wee bit too nice with the the, yeah. the approach. Whereas mm. you put it there. Don't get me wrong. Some people in the world are fucking assholes, mm. and you would get some. You could you could get some real horrible responses. Yeah, but in general, yeah. You know, I think your outpouring was really good. You know, you, it was you, all positive. No, ask because you know what it's like. People, yeah, no, but, it, but but it's when 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 shit things happen in the world, you've got to remember it's a small percent. It's a real small percent. Yeah. The majority of people are not bad or evil. Or, and, and the big thing is as well is you know you're 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 putting you're putting yourself really out there. You put yourself in a quite quite vulnerable because it's like yeah yeah this yeah, is but, what I'm going through. What's you yeah. know? And, well, I mean, I didn't I didn't want it to come across as 
it's me that's going through this. Although yeah. I, I was having to deal with it. You know, yeah. it's the wee man. He's he's struggling and he was having to deal yeah. with it. Uh, and I just didn't have an answer at that time. You know, he was, it didn't matter what I said that night. He was just breaking his heart, you know, mm. saying, I don't want to be disabled. You know, I don't want, don't want to be like this. Mm. Why am I like this? And honestly, Ron, it's just that you, when you don't have an answer for something like that, it's, it's hard. It's hard to deal with. It's, uh, it's tough. So that was just like an SOS to the Twitterati out there. But as I say, everybody that got in touch was absolutely top notch. Mm. Is this really the, is this the first time something like this has come up? Well, more sometimes that's He's, he has wee wee moments, but this was the biggest. Like this was definitely the biggest, and it wasn't. You know the way some kids will have a meltdown and it's a tantrum, and it wasn't like that. You know, he was just despondent about it. Uh, he, he was just defeated that night. But mm. as I say, he's he's got over it. But I'm sure it'll happen again. There'll be. There'll be certain things that just trigger it, yeah. trigger that that thought process for him. But we just got to, you know, I don't know. There was somebody, somebody got in touch. I can't, I can't remember who it was, but he says, "Look, you've just basically got to, you know, be there for him." And uh, one piece of advice I would give you is kind of, kind of rip the piss. Yeah. And like, obviously, I, I knew exactly what he meant. Yeah. You know, we've because he's going to go to secondary school, or or he's going to go through life, and people are going to call him certain names. I've not even I've not even had that conversation no, with him no, yet no. because he's only ten nuts. But I know it's going to happen, and I know it's going to hurt me. Mm. So, and I know that he's quite a sensitive soul as well. So it's going to hurt him. But uh, so I get why that guy was saying, you know, you've got to learn to rip the piss out yourself yeah. before you face these other challenges that are going to come along. So we always joke about certain things, you know, but nothing overly close to the bone just now because, as I say, he's, he's just a wee lad. Yeah, uh, and he'll he'll deal with it whatever way he can. But hey, he's he's my wee lad, so yeah, I'll no, always be there for him. And that's the thing. I, I, somebody else said it as well. I mean, I, I've met him, and I would never have known. You know, I've yeah. only met him once. Going out, yeah, mean at the football once, but I would, I would never. I th- I think uh, I think that's maybe what what triggers it sometimes with Leo because he's I, I don't want to say the word normal, but if I say that, you, you'll know what I mean. Mm. He's almost mm-hmm. normal, yeah, but he's slightly not, and. When he realises he's not, I think that's when he, he gets quite down on himself yeah. and it becomes well, it becomes quite a big issue. You know, I, I don't know what he's going through because I, I'm no him. I, no. I don't have a, dis- a disability, I, you know. But uh, yeah, and when he's only 10 as well, the vocabulary that he's got, is, he's not able to put it into words how he truly yeah. feels yeah. Qu- uh, quite yet. So yeah, it's just tears and... It's not us, basically. <laughs> yeah, and that's basically. not just following United. No, no, unfortunately, yeah. that's dirty on a Saturday night. Yeah, but that, but again, it's it's like I said, I'm sure it's one of those things over the years. He'll kind of open up more. Yeah, or, you I, know, and I've no doubt he will because we're we're trying to raise him as well as you can possibly raise a kid. Uh, but yeah, uh, like when you when you become a parent, like there isn't a manual or anything. You just you're kind of winging it all the time. Yeah. And and a lot of pals tell me that. And I just go, well, that's yeah. good for you. It's, it's your decision. You done it. You made this mess. You know? Yeah, you're just winging it. So, I mean, you just you just got to kind of face each situation as you as and when you find it. And yeah. I mean, I'm going to make mistakes. That's an absolute set. I've probably made millions already, and I'll make more. But uh, as as long as you do it with the right intention and your heart's in the right place, and yeah. you know you've you've always got his back, then. What more can you do? Yeah, I think really. the, the, he's going to face he's going to face assholes, as you say, that are yeah, in totally. the world. And, totally. Uh, yeah, it's a fact because we all do. 
probably to this day we still face yeah. people you're like oh, I don't know them again yeah. but uh, and that, yeah. that's the thing and you know what no even not even kind of the innocence of kids as well I would think is kids will say stuff and don't mean to be yeah to probably don't mean to be but, yeah. but it's the way he picks it up and stuff and mm. that's I've probably again we've probably all been there I've probably said stuff as kids yeah. that we thought well, just course. said and then oh they've run away crying that's yeah. probably yeah. no well, I'll, I'll not say what happened but Leo's done that himself to somebody at his school yeah. Yeah, where he well, said something go. and he he genuinely didn't know yeah. what the, what it meant that's the thing with it it's, it's, kids have got a real innocence about them some could be cruel I mean let's, as they go older yeah. but probably at that age it probably isn't no, you know, it's them to say, no, how are you not doing this? Or how are you not? Yeah. It's like, it's a real innocent yeah. question they're maybe asking. Mm-hmm. But for him, it's like. It's just reminding him that he can't do it. Yeah. Basically, yeah. yeah. And, that's a, and that's a thing. But and again, you're. In 2019, you're. There's a lot more probably happening as well. You can get, like, say, he goes on a Sunday and stuff like that. Yeah. Things like that, you know, again. Yeah. I'm Honestly, ago, uh, happen. I mean, the, the, the part of football that Leo goes along to. Uh, there's only how many kids is there? Two, maybe about five or six kids that go. They they all love it, you know. Yeah. It's great because I I used to take them to a couple of years ago to the J League when United yeah, run that yeah. down at Gussie. Uh, and before before I I took them the first time, I got in touch with Gordon Grady who was uh, kind of running it at yeah, the time. Yeah. I said, look, this is the situation. We've got a, a seven year old here, uh, cerebral palsy, but you know he, he's he's pretty big for his age. I don't know where he gets that from. I wonder where he gets that from. I says, but would it be okay if you put him in with like the five and six year olds? Because if you put him in with people his age, he's just going to get lost. So they were great. They said, yeah, that's no problem. Took him along. He went in with the five and six year olds. And even then, Ron, he was still getting lost. Yeah. Because at that age, nobody passes the ball. So it's just Maisie Central. Yeah. And when Leo gets the ball, because he's, he needs a wee bit of more time, he's trying to, he's got the ball at his feet, he's trying to steady himself. Little Stevie's away with the ball, and, <laughs> you know, and Leo's getting super frustrated. So that didn't get. We took him there for a, f- a few weeks. He, I mean, he looked, it was one of them weird things because he looked forward to it. He's trying things in it. Yeah, he looked forward to it, and then it wasn't until he got there he was like, "Oh, can I do this?" So the part of football coming along, absolute godsend. Yeah. So I every mean, week he goes, every Leo on the back. Uh, the, it just varies. Whatever you like, whatever yeah. mood he's in. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. class. But the, the boys that run that, uh, Connor and Michael. They're great with the kids. Absolutely yeah. fantastic with the kids. Uh, Connor, I would say, is maybe the disciplinarian. Okay. But he's he's, he's still fun-loving. That's um, him named and shamed, I like that. Nah, he's, he's, a, he's a great guy. <laughs> and uh, and Michael, he's just like a big burn, to be honest with you. He's on the, the same wavelength as the kids doing the Fortnite dances and whatever. Oh, no. Yeah, but every kid, they all love it. They yeah. all love it. I just wish there was there was more, you know? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm not wishing for more disabled kids in the world, but I just wish there was... People would just go. Yeah, I just wish there was more. Go along. Uh, you know, but I mean, uh, for the five and six of them that go, they absolutely love it. They have a great time every week. Right. Every yeah. week. They all look forward to it. And it's great. Going to something like that as well, it's great for the parents because Leo's one of the older ones. Mm-hmm. And uh, meeting all the parents, they're, they're able to come up and ask questions about, all oh, right, so Leo's 10 now. And he's what challenges has he faced? What has he been through? And I'm able to maybe no, no guide them, certainly no guiding just, anybody, just, but say, just, just to give them some information. Yeah. And just to say, well, look, that's the way that your son is just now, you know, Leo was like that. Leo was worse than that. And, mm-hmm. you know, look at him now. He, he's getting on fine. So it gives people, I, th- I think it's, it's a good wee community just to meet and share what you've went through and maybe put some people's 
uh, minds at ease as well because yeah. we've been there ourselves, you know, when when he was younger, you're thinking, Christ, what what is he going to be like? What so is he a, going to be able so to do? So it was do? a lot tougher then as opposed to... It was just tougher because you didn't you didn't know what to expect. Like when you first get told... Well, you've already not got a manual to be a, a, a parent. Correct, yeah. So you're yeah. now getting an extension you didn't know about. Yeah, that's true. You know? Yeah, no planning permission. <laughs> uh, so yeah, when when you get told, or when we got told certainly, and it's, it seems to be similar story to other parents that I've spoke to, when you initially get told that your son's got whatever he's got, they always paint the worst case scenario. So you're getting told, look, uh, Leo might not walk, might not talk, uh, might not be able to feed himself, might not be able to do to do much basically. And yes, Which for you is, oh yeah, that's, it's the worst news. You, isn't it? Can you put my heart back in my chest, yeah. please, Doc? You've just ripped it out yeah. and stood on it. So to see him now, personally, I kind of complain. He can complain because he's living with it, and he's the one that mm-hmm. kind of uses his left hand side, you know. But he does, he does his best, you know. He's my, he's my wee superstar, and he, he always will be, even if he eventually ends up taller than me. But which good footballers have got a left foot? Oh, come on, exactly. That Argentinian boys who were red anyway. Nah. Um, he's a one hit wonder <laughs> so it's been a long hit uh, but, uh, but that's the thing though you know if, if if you can yeah I don't agree with the whole worst case scenario thing but mm. at least you maybe then knew yeah so every big it, it gives you but it certainly gave us something to work towards though, mm. because I think we went away with the mindset thinking right okay that's and the worst I, case scenario we'll see old, if we can how old is he then he was uh, six or seven months when we got told that, yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah, so, and again, he, he was missing all these markers, you know, like, when you, you, you do kind of get told, right, at 10 months, he should be doing this, at 12 months, should be mm. doing this, and obviously he was missing everything. He yeah. never crawled at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, it took him a while to walk and talk, but, you know, oh, you've, you've met him a couple of times, yeah. you know, he, he never shuts up, he never stands still. He's, uh, like, truth be told, he's a pain in the arse. But, uh, They're your words. I mean, you, you can know, at least say that. Yeah, I, I wasn't sure I'd get away with no, that. And, so. I, and I hope that the wee, <laughs> the wee dude listens to this and he knows I'm speaking about him. But uh, but he's my pain in the arse and I made him, so I've got to, I've got to look after him. Yeah. Which I will. But uh, he, as I say, he loves that part of football. It kind of gives him something uh, something positive to focus yeah. on. Does he go anything else or is it just that? He goes to, is, he, is it football his main interest now? Is I would he, say football's his main interest. He's been to a lot of things and uh, again... I think that's, as a parent, sort of interrupt there, but I think as a parent, I've said this with uh, other pals that have got kids, whatever age, five, six, seven, eight, whatever, that you put them to loads of things to see what they like. Yes, yeah. And then they start going, I want to go to this. And you're yeah. like, it's another 50 quid yeah. or, or whatever. And that, I'm just making that one up, but... And I think that's it. So is it a case the same for you? It's like, let's see what he likes. Let's see what he wants to do. Let's well, see what he can do. We, we try to keep him active, uh, certainly over the years. I mean, he's been to judo. He's been to karate. Didn't expect that to be the first yeah, one. Yeah, but... he's been to boxing. Well, the thinking behind that was like, if he's going to have to look after himself. Correct, then, yeah. Sure. Uh, and he enjoys it for a few weeks. Yeah. And then he's like, mm. and I don't know why he's like, mm. it's maybe because he's thinking, mm, I, can't, I can't really do what maybe. they're asking me to do. It might be that. I don't know. Swimming, we've, he's able to swim. We've, we've took him to the swimming. It took him ages. You know, it took him a long that, time. That's a massive life skill, I think, though. That oh, of you, course. You need. But he can do it. He kind of, he's never going to outpace Michael Phelps. 
but he can swim. And that that was basically what we, in case a couple of assholes in later years throw him in the Swanee ponds uh, and he doesn't realise he just got to stand up to no drown. <laughs> if he thinks he's got to swim, then I yeah. want him to be able to. So he can, but as I say, it was a slow process, yeah. but he got there. But I think, I think swimming's a, it's a life skill more than mm-hmm. a, anything else, yeah. I think, you know. For- well, one of the hardest thing for him was putting his fist in the water. It's a fear that, that, that. That's what was holding him yeah. back. But once he'd done that, the rest just kind of came. Uh, you know, like when we were, a brick was thrown down at the bottom of the and pool. You had to get, and get it. Aye, yeah. ah, good in. Yeah, and I wasn't <laughs> even thrown at the shallow end where you could stand oh, and just. I mean, you've got your jammies on. Ah, great. <laughs> Thanks for that. I go and rescue somebody now. Whilst I, you're wheeling that brick I, back, I, I and wearing your granddad's jammies. Fourteen here. Can't <laughs> yeah, but no. So he, he's he's been to other stuff. Whether yes. you've yeah. said let's go to this, or he's went going to try this yeah. or whatever, and I think that's. Something you've just got to do, probably as a parent, and that just yeah. see what they enjoy. Well, yeah, I would, I would say so. I mean, I've only got one, so we can only go on what we do with Leo, and I'm sure everybody, you know, whether it's mm. kids that get taken to dancing, to to drama, to to football, you know, you, you just you always do your best. That's I take cute. him, I take him a gigs. I've taken him to see the Cinderins. He loves the Cinderins. Oh, great, great and man. he's been to see. Uh, who else did I take him to see? A, a couple of tribute acts. I went to the Gardine Theatre to see, I think they were called The Sounds of Springsteen. Oh, cool. Loved them. Yeah. And uh, his favourite one was in the White Hall. It was uh, Johnny Cash Roadshow. Oh, awesome. Oh, the wee man was up dancing. We, there was a group of drunk women in front of her and they were trying to get me up to dance. I was like, I'm not fucking dancing. But he went up. And he was like, I'll <laughs> dance because it was the last song. It was Ring of Fire. So he's in the aisle. I'm like, Leo, mind you, you've got to come back here, okay? You're coming, oh, you're not going brilliant. to the pub with you, crazy. Cougars. <laughs> so they were after you, but the young lads had to step up. I, I, I was oh, nailed was. to the chair. I was not budging. Oh, that's brilliant. But yeah, the wee man build is it. Yeah, no, that's good. And, and, you know, like anything, you know, he's he's going to enjoy certain music. He's going to yeah. play games. Again, I've brainwashed him. Oh, have you? Yeah, he likes a bit Johnny Cash. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, likes the view, the law. He likes the law, which is strange because I don't often play much of that, but. Yeah, he's uh, totally missed them as well. Yeah, well, because I'm quite friendly with uh, the singer, aye. Stuart. Sure, aye, he's a good lad. Uh, yeah, we've, we've, he's been up to his house and he's just like, oh, is he singing the band? I'm like, yeah, he sings that television satellite and yeah. Don't Stop Believe. Yeah. Like, how do you know? Just I'm don't like, ask just, what just means. Just do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just don't ask what means are behind these songs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I just do know him. I don't know. He used to work with him, worked with his dad. Yeah. But he, he's fascinated. As you probably would be at that age when you're like, <gasps> He's in a band. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah of course. But no, it's like anything, you know, you can you can only you can only do so much and mm-hmm. you can help it every way. And I think I think the big thing is as well, you know, you're no scared to ask an opinion on a yeah. on a, a big scale like that of yeah. um put out to the world and, and any help comes back. Any help's and, always always welcome. Yeah, and you know what? Sometimes it's probably just a couple of lines for somebody to just go, mm-hmm. you know what? I'm overthinking this. Am I, you know, just to yeah. calm it down. I think mm-hmm. that's the Certainly for me, I mean, I I love Twitter. I love and hate it sometimes, but yeah. I, I think just a great. I think for the, from my experience, is certainly the good far outweighs the the bad. Yeah, one. I agree. But there are a few assholes on Twitter. Yeah, and you know what? We all follow some of them as well, and that's just the way it is. But I think um, you know, I've got a lot of people on of you know that I that I know. I've got people on. I of maybe have affiliation with United I've mm. got some people on you know I, I, I probably don't do many I don't do loads and loads of celeb following yeah I don't do huge amounts of that there's uh, some interesting people I want to follow and yeah you've got some right random people I've just went oh, 
this time is pretty interesting. It's full yeah. of them, and I think yeah, same here. And I'm the same, you know. I'm just gonna put something out. Same with putting like this out. This is an idea I want to do. We'll do a podcast. Go yeah. through it out. Let people know about it. And how was your experience with putting that out? Were people supportive? Yeah, because I think I think what you find is for something like that, people will be supportive or they'll say nothing, mm-hmm. and that's cool. I'm fine with that. Yeah, because well, I was kind of doing both. I was supportive at first. I was like, "That's a great idea, mm. Ron." And if I wasn't such a born so and so, I would come are, on it. And here you are. Yeah, but I think people will be proved that oh, he is quite a born. No, no, I, I, and I, th- I think for me, it, it was all about here's something I'm doing. I'm letting you know about it. Yeah. Same as if you want to come on, let me know. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I've got ideas. People have got ideas, but they'll either they either say whatever they want or they'll say nothing. Mm-hmm. And most people say nothing, given the audience. And that's totally cool. For yeah. some people, it's no for them. For some people, it's like, they might think, she's doing that far. Some people go, it's not really my thing. That's, that's totally fine. But the response from, the good response of people saying, ah, oh, cool, good luck. Or some people going, ah, oh, be good to get involved. Or, you know, maybe like yourself, you kind of go, oh, do this. Come on. It's always like, come on. And and the the, the reason for it is, there's a lot of really good podcasts out there, yeah. but really names. I've got big names on them, big guests. I like the real life. Yeah. And I think that I kind of was a wee bit over dramatic when I was saying, oh, everyone's got the story to tell, but in the ones I've done, they kind of do. And mm. everyone's is different, whether it's, you know, we've chat, you chat about music, you chat about United, going into your personal life, stuff like that. And that's, that's what I like about it is people that who want to share, you know, they don't have to, you know, and if people share something, they go, actually, I'm going to put that in. That's totally cool. If people share it and they're happy sharing it. Then people get another, it's like, you know what? He's, yeah. you know, he's a bit of an asshole. He's mm. actually quite a nice guy. And that's the, the thing. So the support's been really good yeah. for people that want good. to come on. It's been, um, you know, there's loads in the pipeline, loads of different stuff. Some are really, some people want to come in and, so, you know, I've got a couple of albums I want to speak about. Cool. Yeah. I'll pick two as well. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, and that that's the thing. But it's been, yeah, it's been positive for the ones that want to say it. No one said, don't get me wrong, every episode's still going to be at people's taste. Yeah. And that's totally cool. That's, yeah. Do you want, you, you want a... Yeah, but that in itself is good because then you're not getting pigeonholed into, well, this is what this, yeah. is what this podcast yeah, is Yeah, and that's kind of what I want. You know, some people will listen to this one. They'll learn about you a bit more. Some people will go, not really my bag, but another theme will be like, oh, that sounds pretty good. And mm. that's totally for it. And I appreciate everyone that comes on and, you know, they know what they're getting themselves in for, what they're opening themselves up to. But I think it's been a, it's something that I've wanted to do for a long time. And it's getting people like yourself that want to come and are happy to, to chat about anything. And, yeah. you know, some people know what they want to say and that's fine. And some people have maybe might say the odd thing in passing or in a text. And I go, a couple of things and yeah. you see how it goes you know and if, if we'd have sat and spoke about music in Dundee for an hour I'd have been quite happy with that you know but it goes on there's, yeah. you know you go into the other stuff and then you find out about um about the family connection to United you then find out about about the wee man and stuff like that you know it's a big it's a big event you went through recently well that's mm. a big thing and yeah. you know you come on you put it in tech and you speak about it you speak well about it nuts that's what you want people to do. Mm-hmm. You know? Well, uh, you know, the fact that we're going through this, uh, uh, so are many others. So you, you just hope that, because yeah. we're always looking for people that have been through it as well. Yeah. Uh, because that uh, kind of comforts you in, in some way to know that, well, okay, you're not alone. You, you know that you're not alone mm-hmm. anyway, but 
if people can just offer up even a smidgen of advice, you know, well, you know, I was through this with my son, my daughter, and this is how we got through it, and maybe try this to yeah. make them think more positive. Yeah, I'm all for that. I'm all ears when it comes to advice. Yeah, and all I, ears. And I think that that's the big thing. It's you know, your your story is unique to you, mm-hmm. but it's not just you that's going through it. If you know what I mean, yeah, you know, it kind of contradicts itself a little bit. But you know, to you, this is what you're going through. But you will not be the only parent, yeah. parents, <clears throat> family unit that's having trouble at home for this, or you've got a kid that's you know, it's some people could relate to it because their kid doesn't behave themselves, or mm-hmm. what, it could be anything, but. Yeah. You know, it's quite relatable for that. I and mean, for me, I mean, I appreciate you sharing that. You know, it's mm-hmm. no everyone will share the story. No, you know, no, and no. that's the, no, I'm, I'm quite comfortable sharing it. It's it's not a lie. It's all true. You know, it's it is what it is. <laughs> As Max Holloway says, yeah, that's uh, hey, we haven't even spoke with the UFC. We didn't go there. <laughs> you know, um, but and that, that's it. It, it. It's for people like that. That it's people like yourself to, mm. to come on. No, it's a great idea. I'm, I'm definitely. As I told you at the start, I've subscribed to this on Spotify so I'll be listening to pretty much all the episodes there we go it's a, it's a glowing recommend you probably not listen to this one will you uh, <laughs> probably not yeah. I'll give this one a bad review yeah. without honestly, listening to honestly, it honestly I think everyone says that like oh, yeah I'm going to listen but I'll probably not listen to this my one yeah like, why not it's, but- it's because you you probably don't think that you sound the way you sound yeah. when you hear yourself like yeah. when first time I ever heard my voice I left a message on someone's answer phone forget whose <laughs> And then I went to their house and they hadn't heard it and they played it and it was like, they played it and I was thinking, it's pretty much the same thing that I asked. <laughs> uh, that, that was your message. I was like, that wasn't it me. What voice was that? That yeah. was you. That was something like that. Yeah. So yeah, I'll probably not listen to this one, but every other episode, on, I promise <laughs> you, I'll listen to yeah. it. You say that, but you put a video out for the team. <laughs> yeah, as did you. I got a wee bit of stick. Oh, tell us about. I know you see bizarrely. I never got any stick. Oh, but I got a lot of stick about that. I don't know why because yeah. yours was much better than mine. Mine not, just so not really. forced that was unreal. Not really. <laughs> I just mine's was. Uh, to be fair, the chairman yours was good. So that's yeah. He was quite impressed. I don't know why. And I, Tony Asgar accused me of being an actor. Oh, did he? Yeah. Was like, you an actor? Yeah. I was like, no. Christ, yeah. I just left the house. I was going to work in the morning. I was out of breath. I'm embarrassed. I was 20 yards outside my back door. <laughs> oh, no. I, I, yeah, I bet that was... Um, yeah, there was a fair bit of grief given about that video. But, you know, that that's cool. I'm, I'm cool with that. Because if you're going to put yourself out there like that, you've got to expect it. Well, you've just done it on hopefully a bigger scale here. So yeah, maybe. a lot of people can hear this. But, <laughs> uh, as it, it's like anything, you know, you've you've had the bottle to, to share some stories as well. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's the big thing. People won't agree with our views on United. They won't agree on our views on music. That's cool. But if anything, they've got to give you credit for sharing the, the personal story yep. that you share, and that's the mm-hmm. that's the big thing. Well, they don't have to. <laughs> no, they no, don't have to. No, they don't have to. But I think. But you, you know, know, that's not for me to to tell people how to uh, receive information that people have put out there. You know, it's out there. It's done. These are the days. A podcast from Ronnie Costello and guests. When it gets quite personal, quite deep like that, I know some people can kind of think it, but you've been quite open and honest, and I appreciate the whole thing for that well, I appreciate you letting me get the airtime for it hey, it's, a, it's one of them like you said you're not the only one going through it a mm-hmm. story says a story shared and hopefully down the line it helps somebody else or yeah, gets our crossed. kid along to the, on a Sunday morning or that, that would be amazing you yeah. know anything like that so um, Paul McNichol thank you very much it's much appreciated Ron thank you very much for the time if you enjoyed this episode please tell your friends about it and leave a review or a rating if you didn't 
Then let's never speak of it again. These are the days.